By the way, before we begin. Okay. <laughs> literally five minutes ago, I used your bathroom, right? Yeah. And I don't know, like, I know this happened to me when I was, like, younger, too. Like, it's a, it's a frequent thing for all men. But it has literally been, like, the last ten times I've peed, this has happened. I, 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 just go on. I know. <laughs> Basically, yeah, I mean, it's kind of embarrassing, but it's one of those things where, like, I mean, I know my member. I know where I need to point in the, <laughs> in the, in the toilet. But for whatever reason your stream just goes astray <laughs> and no joke the last 10 times i've peed even though i'm right where i should be it starts out on the floor and it's oh. not it's not like it like dribbles out it. like i have like like a urinary problem or something like that like no it's full it's full force like i'm i'm cranking open the fire hydrant it's knocking people over in the street but it's just going to the floor like it's almost like a 45 degree angle wow and That's... then, and then after like half a second, it corrects itself. Even though I have not moved, like I'm just standing there, and sure enough, it goes right where I'm aiming. Like, I don't know what the deal is. And legit, the last ten times I've gone pee, it has done this. So, like, I pissed wow. on your floor earlier, and I'm sorry. You uh, at least cleaned it up, though, right? It, yeah, I wiped it up. <laughs> I mean, just with toilet paper. So, yeah, like, fine. I wouldn't like drop your sucker on your bathroom floor and then pick nah. it up and eat it because nah. i mean it's just a little bit of uh a little bit of saltiness i mean i mean i get it's sterile it's, yeah right? it's sterile so. i like the taste of it <laughs> god <laughs> that's a reference right there fair philosophy you know that reference put in the chat uh, uh that was a good one yeah. no but like it's one of those things where it's like i want to know the reasoning behind that like, what's the scientific, like, <clears throat> why when I pee sometimes, like, type that into Google. Yeah, I wonder what Why when Google I pee, does it sometimes start off in a different direction before correcting itself? <laughs> like, oh, God, are you actually? Oh, no. It's my, it's my personal. We might get, thank God we're streaming right now. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what, what okay. this shows. Yeah. All right. So go to the Google machine. Yeah, do Google. Don't do Bing. Yeah, Bing so sucks. Just type this in. Type like, when I pee, sometimes <laughs> it shoots in a different direction or something. It shoots in different directions. That was a different fourth, yeah, there fourth, you go. fourth thing that popped up. Okay, like why is this? Hold on. A split urinary stream is when the urine flow splits and goes into two directions. A Which split, I've had that before. Yep. A split stream of urine is usually a sign of an issue with the bladder or urethra. Split urine stream? I, I don't even like saying that. See, see, so but that see, but that's just split, though. I'm talking when it just starts off off target. Why does it shoot in different directions? Uh, or like, type this, type this. Different angles. Maybe angles. Turbulence of urine during urination. Okay. It can be a result of very high urine stream with high pressure urination, partial obstruction of the urethra, or at the urethra. See, me and I have, I have always said I have a strong stream, like yeah. always. I should so, come back and bite you in the ass later. Well, no. Here's what I'm saying: is like basically what this is saying is even my own piss is too high pressure. <laughs> like blood pressure. I feel like I'm gonna have blood pressure. pressure. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying is like. It's so high pressured that it can't start on target. It has to like, 
like oh, there has God. to be a release valve. <laughs> and so like that goes and then they release like the rest of the valve and then it like I don't know. It's weird. But hey dude. oh sh- dude I I pushed record earlier. <laughs> oh, Let's God. get started. All right. Welcome back to In the Middle podcast. It's your host, Mark and Chris. I'm switching it all up, baby, this this week. Yeah, that's weird. This is a podcast about two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk about all things fatherhood, sports, hobbies, and lives. Greatest conundrums. Like Bob Barker in it over <laughs> here. Mark. Sight. What's up, man? Not a lot, dude. Apparently, we started the podcast talking about pee because I didn't realize you pressed record when you yeah. were messing with the... Uh, what's it called? The little drive that you put in there? Uh, SD card. SD. There you go. Yeah, yeah. SD card. So. so, what's funny is last week, we talked about poop. This week, we talked about pee. I know. Next week, what is it? Throw up? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we might as well just talk about all of the weird bodily functions that <laughs> happens. Hey, uh... As awesome, it's not, like, the leaking of the nose. I've already said, like, whenever kids sneeze <laughs> and it looks like they're Bane from Batman, like, Gross. yeah, I, that's the one thing I cannot handle. And, dude, Belle does that all the time. I, <laughs> yeah. I see her, I'm like... <gasps> no, no one listening to the podcast right now saw my face, but everyone on stream just did. At twitch.tv backslash in the middle underscore podcast. We will be affiliate this time next week. Yes. The only thing we have to hit is number of days streamed, and we're on the final day, baby. Yeah. But we've accomplished yeah. everything else. In 48 hours, ladies and gents, we will be affiliate, and then we can have a true interactive stream, not just via the chat. Yes. We can have live polls. We can... You can make us, like, chug a beer on stream. Oh, no. By, like, redeeming a bunch of points. Yep. We'll have commands. We'll have, like, extra emotes. You can donate to the channel via subscriptions. Oh, hell yeah. That's where some of your money, all of your money, <laughs> none of your money, which we're going to need uh, a little bit extra to help pay my phone bill. But we'll talk about that <laughs> in segment number two. But Insert cash or select payment type. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. So, uh, anyways... Um, Sipe, I had a couple things I wanted to talk about tonight. Yes. Okay. Uh, we're just going to jump right into it. So, topic number one, I mean, football has had two very questionable calls yes. from this past week. So, not only are we going to talk about that, but we're just going to expand it to, like, all sports and how we can fix this problem yep. of zebras ruining the game. Yeah, I think you're... I think I know where you're going to go with it, and yeah. your father-in-law kind of alluded to it two weeks ago when we were watching Sunday football. Right. Yep. So, like, we got to talk about that, and then topic number two, we're going to bring our special guest in. He hails from Australia. Uh, his name is Farifloss, comes into our chat all the time. He's actually here right now um, in the Twitch channel, but we're going to be giving him a call, and we're going to be visiting with him, getting to know him a little bit more. Flossy, and then in Flossy. topic number three, which Floss has brought to the table for us, he's, yeah, he's going to stick around for topic number three as well. Hell Yes. Dumb things we used to do as teenagers mm. that we either wouldn't be caught dead doing now or highly regret doing back then. Oh, God. So that's what we're going to be discussing yeah. on today's show. So it's going to be a fun one. Stick around. That yeah. last one is going to get juicy. Um, but before we get into topic one, we need to dive into this variety pack I bought. I'm pretty Ooh. excited about it. So entertain our audio and visual listeners for 30 seconds while I grab us a beer. 
Dude, I cannot wait until Flossie Floss gets on because he's a man from down under. Like you guys have seen this, right? The the crocodile Dundee. He pretty much has a Bowie knife that he carries around with him at all times, about two of my arm lengths. The crocodiles stand no chance. Um, he he likes to to skin them. He'll eat them. Um, he sometimes drinks their blood. That's what I've been told. I don't know. Maybe that's just a rumor. Uh, all of that aside, I'm kidding, of course. Flossy Floss, he, uh, he's a good dude, man. And I, I'm really, really excited for you guys to get to meet him via the little earbuds in your ears, via the car st- stereo sound system that's bumping to our, our voices right now. Yeah. Via, uh, maybe you're, you're rewatching the stream because you want to see our beautiful faces. That's right. Um, so here's what we got today. We have Big Sky Brewing Company, which may sound familiar to many of you. Uh, hails from Montana, USA. Ooh. And so we have four beers to get through. Um, I just grabbed two of them at random. So uh, you're holding a pale ale. I have a brown ale. Do you want to switch or are you good? Um. Uh... No, I'm good. I'm okay. Good. I was going to say, because you're currently drinking a brown ale, and yep. then you're going to switch. Okay. So I am drinking the brown ale, which is the moose drool. Um, I've had this before. I love it. I think it's delicious. Um, you, on the other hand, and I like your can a lot better than my can. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Space wicked. goat. Space goat. Space goat. Yeah. The goat. G-O-A-T. So, <laughs> yeah. And it's pretty cool. Actually, we'll hold it up for the camera for our Twitch viewers. Um, so there's mine. And the slogan for Big Sky Brewing Company is, we make water fun. <laughs> Hell yes. Because <laughs> as we all know, beer has a lot of water in it. Wait a minute, what? What? Seriously? I don't know. Okay. I'm so, just thinking like light beer, like, oh, it tastes like water. Well, we make water fun. <laughs> oh, man, there's no cool, no cool thing I can read from it. On the back? No, there's nothing. Wait, here, let me, let's at least do this. Uh, mine is 5.0% alcohol by volume. What is Ooh, mine's 5.0 as well. Oh, okay. So, And mine has a goat on it and a, a an astronaut's... Yeah, he's in a spacesuit. Spacesuit. That it's is so dope. freaking cool. Yeah. Let me crack this open. Although, from way over here, it looks more like a dingo, not a goat. A dingo. Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. You're, you're trying to tie this into the land down under. Oh, actually, I wasn't, but <laughs> I'm kind of proud of myself now. Wait a minute. That's not a knife. Yeah. This. This is a knife. <laughs> yeah. How was that? That wasn't bad. Yeah, I mean, as Farrah he's in the chat. So. <laughs> okay. But are you ready for topic number one? Let's go. Topic number one. How does that beer taste, by the way? I didn't sports. 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 Yeah. Mm. Pretty good. Not so good. Decent. Yeah. I mean, it's a pale ale. It's nothing. I mean, I... It's good. Yeah. I'm not a big, like, it's honestly one of the better pale ales. I'll say it that way. Sure. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. So. What about the brown ale? uh, It kind of tastes like the autumn ale that we just had. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Personally, I can't tell the difference between, like, brown ales. Now, obviously, you got your coffee ales, you got your stouts, you got your, you know, so on and so forth. But, like, I think they all basically taste the same to me. But anyways, long story short. So, no, we got to talk NFL. Yes. So, obviously, um, and I'm trying to remember if we actually talked about it on the podcast. I don't think we did because we weren't covering the NFL um, in week three. Um, But Tua, uh, the starting quarterback Mm -hmm. for the Miami Dolphins, um, 
Got a concussion on a Sunday, turned around on the Thursday night game, went out and played. A lot of people think he shouldn't have. And that then became very apparent when he got slammed to the ground, hit his head, and then like immediately seized up. Like yeah, his hands were all bad. like messed up and stuff, like got carted off. Yep. Uh, he's doing fine. He might actually even play this week is what I'm reading. But I, I hope not. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, they're still doing a lot of studies with uh, CTE, I think is what yeah. it's called. And, and that was indicative of like even like a uh, like a spinal like nerve injury right. and like that sort of stuff. Dude, so, it was scary. Like, yeah. uh, it gives me goosebumps. I know. That's but, why that's why I'm trying to raise my kid to be a, a the the NFL backup quarterback, kicker or punter. I would say, well, backup quarterback makes a lot of money. Chase Daniels. Come on. Who makes more, the kicker or the backup quarterback? Uh, at this point, I don't care because millions of dollars is still millions true. of dollars. No, no that's true. <laughs> yeah, or if he's Justin Tucker, you're worth quarterback money. Yeah, exactly. Like, so there dude. we go. Just become yeah. the best kicker of all time. Yeah, anyway. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> so, so anyways, this this big terrible thing happens. And obviously, like I'm, I'm all for player safety and that sort of stuff. But then there's also a point where like you know what you're signing up for. Like no one goes into the UFC saying like, oh well, I hope I don't get hurt. Like <laughs> I no, hope I don't bleed this get, round. You're gonna get punched in the face. You're gonna get cut. You're gonna get you know accidentally kicked in the nuts. Like all this sort of stuff. Like bad yep. things just happen. Football is a violent sport. Bad things are gonna happen. Yep. And in typical, like I don't know if it's a like a USA thing or if this is a worldwide thing. We overreact to things all the time, and we overcorrect all the time. No, we don't. Someone says something offensive, and suddenly, like, if you say that word, like, it cancel culture, you know, (laughs) or like something like that. Like, like it's just such an overcorrection on everything. So this was apparent on two plays this past Sunday. Yes, Tom Brady gets thrown to the ground, and initially, like, yeah, it was a very bang bang play, very fast. And it looked similar to the two of play where like he kind of got spun around, slammed to the ground. Yep. Same thing happened with Brady. Although the difference is, number one, Brady's head didn't hit the ground. At all. Number two, he went to brace himself, whereas yep. Tua did not. And number three, the defender, if you watch the video, Brady actually like lands on him yes. and then rolls over onto the ground. So yes. like in a weird way, the defender pulled Brady onto him almost like a cushion. Yep. Um but it was called roughing the passer, which drove a lot of people crazy. But well, shockingly, because it was it was pretty dang close to the end of the game, right? Right, and the Falcons it would have been a stop on third down. Yep, uh, Bucks would have had to like punt it, and then Falcons would have had the chance to go down, get the game winning score. Yes. Right? they would have had to score a touchdown, which you know. Falcons are terrible and the Bucks defense is really good. But the fact is they had a chance to go down win the game that they didn't get because of an egregious call. And yes. everybody was up in arms about it. Yes. Until the next night. Yes. <laughs> where our Chiefs phasing our, our our longtime rivals, the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders. Um, yeah. We hate the Raiders. Like <laughs> like Broncos, like eh, like like we don't like the Broncos or the Chargers either, but like we we don't like the Raiders. Yeah. Like they're the worst. Terrible. Um so Anyways, so if you didn't watch the game, long story short, Chris Jones comes on the blind side of Derek Carr, and he doesn't go for Carr. He goes for the ball so well that he literally like almost grabs it out of his hand. Like it wasn't one of those things where he came down and swiped on the right. arm. He like literally like came down with his hand, grabbed the ball, tucked it into his belly. Yep. And, but of course, like Derek Carr staying in front of him, so like he kind of like 
goes over Derek Carr. They're both falling to the ground. He reaches out with his left arm to brace right. himself, yep. and then he he like rolls off a car almost as if he's getting ready to like like stand up and take off towards the other end zone. Yep. And there's a flag on the play. And even when it happened, I was like, surely they're not going to call roughing the passer. Like know, there dude. had to have uh, been there had to have been a hold, even if it was defensive holding, like down the field, because it was a passing play. Right. I was like, they're going to call like defensive holding, or maybe someone on the offensive line held. You know, something. Yep. I thought there's no way they're calling roughing the passer because there was no possible way it could have been. It there. Yeah. Yep. Keep going. But lo and behold. They call roughing the passer, and so what turned into like what would have been Chiefs ball at like midish field. Yeah, it's like so. on the forty-five or fifty something like right. that. Right. Yeah. Chiefs ball midish field. Uh, you know our way, whatever. Yep. Turn into Raiders ball, automatic first down, and even if they would have punted, like they ended up getting three points that they should not have gotten. Yep. Because of that call. Which almost, so the Chiefs won the game. So, like, no harm, no foul type of a thing because we ended up winning. But, like, we should have, instead oh. of beating them by one point, we should have beat them by four because they should not have gotten that field goal and that sort of stuff. But yep. in the midst of that play, like, I, I was listening to Sports Talk Radio and all I could, like, all people were talking about was this. And Skip Bayless, who I both love and hate <laughs> because he is the most entertaining <laughs> sports broadcaster that there is. Yep entertaining like people love him or they hate, hate him, him. Yep, yep. and i love him because like he will stand by his stance <laughs> no matter how wrong he is and what's funny about it is he hates patrick mahomes like he will never say it but he hates patrick mahomes dogs on him all the time yep and so i i was like i want to hear what he says about this because he tweeted immediately after that he goes by the letter of the law, that was the correct call. And, like, of course, everybody exploded. And it's like, <laughs> Skip, you are the only one who thinks this. Even your favorite player, a linebacker for the Dallas Cowboys, Micah Parsons, <laughs> blew up on Twitter and was like, this is ridiculous. How can yep. And it's like, I want to hear you try to defend your stance against your favorite player, Micah Parsons. So, like... And and he's a troll by nature anyway. So he knew like it was it was probably his most commented on post, honestly. Oh shit. Um that he's ever had on Twitter. But anyway, so so I wanted to hear what he said about it on Monday on the on his show Undisputed on, on Fox Sports One. And I was surprised to learn that like he wasn't coming in to like that conversation to bash the Chiefs and to say like no, like that's the rule and that's the way it right. was and and I and I was waiting for that whole thing, but it turned into the whole topic of conversation about like, yes, like protecting the players from CTE, but at the same time, like, you know what, it's a violent sport, like things are gonna happen, you know. And he ended up saying, and and this is something Chris Jones brought up post game interview. He said, I think these types of plays, if not all plays, need to be reviewable. Yes. Which you alluded to earlier. My father-in-law <laughs> thinks the same thing. In in college sports, it's that way. Like, like not every single thing is reviewable. Yep, but targeting. But, but targeting yep. is reviewable. And you could argue this is a targeting style play. Yeah, right? absolutely. I mean, the, the 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 defensive line nowadays averages 6'5", 280, 275, 260. You know what I mean? Like, well, honestly, there's plenty of linemen out there that are over 300 pounds. Right. It's, it's the right. fast ones that can like get to the quarterback like a Joey Bosa type. Yeah, like the DNs. Who, yeah, like yeah. they're the quick ones. But yeah, defense are like Chris Jones is 300 pounds. Yeah. 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 And and. and 
I understand when you have people that big and you land on them, yes, you're going to cause all kinds of injuries, whether it's CTE later on in life, whether it's shoulder injuries, whether it's career ending, uh, you know, leg breaks, ankle, yep. leg breaks like uh, Alex Smith. Yep. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and he, did, it wasn't career ending, but anyway, it should have been. It could have been. Yeah. Um, but I understand the purpose behind the rule that got called. Right. However, it was the wrong call. The context of that play, when I mean, what's he like? I want to ask the ref this: What is Chris Jones supposed to do in that play? He has the ball in his right hand. He goes down to try to support himself on the ground with his right. left hand. He does it. There's barely any weight going on to Carr. And what it, is he supposed to do? Give up the ball and then just press down on the ground in well, a push-up? And I will say this. In real time, like, honestly, I didn't even realize he took the ball. Like, I, I thought for sure the ball was out. Yeah. But then when I didn't see it bouncing around, I was like, holy crap, did he, he actually it. grab it? <laughs> yeah, right. And sure enough, he did. Like So even in real time, I didn't even see that, and I could understand the ref's position. And, and what he was called for, for those who, again, did not see it or do not follow football... As a as a player, you're not allowed to land with your quote unquote full body weight yes. on the quarterback, and that's what was called. Does he land with his full body weight? And that goes all the way back to the Tony Romo rule, where if you remember, it was preseason. This is how Dak came into the league. Mm-hmm. It was the preseason, and some guy was chasing Tony Romo, came up behind him and like bear hugged him and pinned his arms to his side, yep. and then with his full body weight Boom. landed on Tony Romo, broke his collarbone. So that's what started this whole thing, what like of exploring this rule. Yep. And then the rule went into effect a couple years ago when the same exact thing happened to Aaron Rodgers, yep. who, you know, MVP of the league four times, you know, actually reigning MVP of the league. Yep. So when it happened to Rodgers, after it happened to Romo, that's when this rule went into place was was the no body weight rule, which it honestly is a stupid rule just in general because, yeah, what are you supposed to do? Defy yeah. gravity? Yeah. No. Now, I understand, yeah, you can't pin somebody and then slam them into the ground with all your weight like i get that yep but by the way that play ended up that's not what happened so so my issue was is i understood the ref's position and calling it because in real time that's probably what it looked like but there's four of them that's the thing is there's four people they clearly talked about it so enough people saw it to be like uh yeah i don't think that's right like and and here's the other issue with it and i saw this on twitter someone said when there's a fumble, there are no rules at that point. It becomes a scrum. Yes. And it, and anybody who, like, I've never played football, but I've heard stories of what goes on underneath the pile. Yeah. None of that shit is legal. <laughs> no. I can tell you that right now. Ball grabbing, biting, twisting Poking ankles. people in the eyes. Yes. Yeah, all yeah. that sort of stuff. So, so here's the thing, is by the letter of the law, it is ruled... A forced fumble and a fumble recovery yep. by Chris Jones, like according to what occurred in the play. But that means if it was a fumble, which happened before Derek Carr's body hit the ground. No rules. No rules. But they still called it. So here's here's the whole reason why we're talking about this. We're going to fix sports right now. You and yep. me. All right. Okay. Let's do it. Number one, everything's reviewable. Everything. Everything. Okay. So if it is a turnover... Or a score, automatically reviewed, Yep. 
or if there's a severe injury. Like now, if someone gets cramps, yeah, you're not going to stop and like go look at the tape. Like right. I, I get that, but yeah, if if someone gets tackled really hard and their head hits the turf, okay, yeah, you can say nope, that's an illegal tackle. You're not allowed to slam someone into the ground. Hey, you, you're ejected out of the game. Whatever. Yep. But take like Justin Herbert going back to when they played the Chiefs. Yep. When he threw the ball, he took a shot to the ribs. Totally legal hit. Right. Wasn't target like hit him right in the strike zone and whatnot. But if all of a sudden they stopped that play and said, Look, Justin Herbert is hurt, we're gonna stop and make sure that wasn't targeting, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like slow the game down for two minutes, make sure that yep, he didn't lead with the crown of his helmet, yep. whatever. And what they would see is nope, he tackled him legally. Sorry you got broken ribs, but either get to the sideline or go yep. finish the game. And he finished the game and almost won. We talked about it. But so review like big time plays. Yes. You know, I'm not saying you need to review holding calls and that sort of stuff. like I mean you can like but but that's where that's where the counter argument is. Still give the coaches two challenges. Yes. Because there's plenty of plays and they say it in the announcers booth of well I didn't see a hold yep. or well I didn't see this, I didn't see that. If you feel that strongly about challenge it. Yep. But if there is a hold and you wasted it on a holding call which happens five times a game, Okay, you just wasted a timeout. Because there's another example during the Chiefs game against the Raiders the other night Mm -hmm. where at the very end of the game, the Raiders are about to to kick a field goal and get called for an illegal blocking, right? Uh, No, they were... Or illegal holding. um, No, we were about to kick the field goal. What the... yeah, yeah, we were about to kick, yeah, yeah. and the so here, and here's the other reason why I brought up Skip Bayless. I purposely brought him up for this reason. I was waiting for him to say something about like, oh, and they were granted, you know, yes. the Chiefs were granted this A call. Touchdown. What a makeup call! No, no, no. He actually went the opposite direction. He goes, I have seen this before. He goes, long story short, he goes, yeah, the Raiders defender. I don't know what he was doing because that is not a legal play yep. on a field goal. So even though we as common watchers of the game were like, I didn't see a holding. Right. Did you guys see a holding call? I've never heard of that. Someone who knows the game and knows yes. the rules was like, yeah, no, like you can't do that. Yep. And so all those people were saying, yes, that was a call that should have been called. Yep. Even though we thought we were gifted one. Yeah. Because it, but in that scenario, though, if if they still had every call being reviewable, flag or not, right? The the Raiders could have thrown their flag. Yeah, they could have thrown the flag and say, "Nope, he didn't do it." And, and then, then they review it, and it's like, "No, yeah, actually, he did." He did. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so I and honestly, college football tries out new new rules all the time, right? Mm-hmm. And then the NFL later adopts them. The college football is almost like testing ground for for new rules and and how it's going to interact with the game, right? Right, we've we've seen it with uh, with the overtime rules. We've seen it with uh, targeting penalties, that type of thing. I honestly think that all the NFL needs to do is to adopt the targeting flagrant. Uh, no, is it? Yeah, flagrant one, flagrant two. Am I thinking uh, that you're right? You're thinking basketball. I'm thinking basketball. Yeah, basketball. There's targeting. But same idea. Yeah, but there's targeting and then intent. Um, intent. Yeah. Right. And you get thrown out of the game for intent, and so. Honestly, the NFL just needs to get up with the times with the with college football and start implementing the same same stuff. I'm happy you say that because it leads me to my next point. Okay, do you remember the now defunct league, the AAF? Yeah. Do you know what they did all the time? Yes. They had a guy in the booth where even if they threw a holding penalty, yep. for example, 
he would immediately watch that play and go, uh, yeah, actually, your eyes must have been deceiving you that there was no hold on that play. And they'd wipe it clean. Yes. Just do that. Dude, and college football this year has done started doing that. Oh, did they? And, okay. and I don't know. If, Again, I'll watch college. And I don't so. know if it's in the actual booth, but the head referee will, they'll be throwing flags, uh-huh. and the head referee will say uh, something along the lines of there was no. No, no informa- penalty on the players. No, no information for for ruling on that that flag or something shit like that. Okay, and it's it's literally the head referee saying, "Yeah, you didn't see that. Like that didn't happen." Or right. or they all got together and said, "Like, nope, that didn't happen." Right. But they're throwing more flags, and then that they're essentially saying no no flag on the play. Yeah, no, which you you makes give the head referee. I mean, you could give all the referees a headset, but you give the head referee a headset with direct communication with the guy up top. Absolutely. Who can go back, watch a very quick replay, slow it down, all that sort of stuff. Every angle, we have 360 on everything yep. now. Okay, which brings me to my next point. Here you we go. go. You were just rattling this off for me. <laughs> um, okay, we all have chips in our phones, right? Mm-hmm. That tells us where we are at all times. Yes. Uh, we have laser technology and stuff, right? Yeah, all the time. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to have lasers, like like just sensory lasers, not like lasers that's going to burn you or anything right. like that. We're going to have lasers. Top golf. In in the sticks. Yep. That, that communicate with the sticks on the opposite side of the field. Yep. I love where you're going. You're going to have a chip in the ball. Oh, wait a minute. No, we can't do that. Deflategate. I know. You're <laughs> going to have a chip in the ball. And guess what? Now, no longer is there this bring the chains out, measure everything, no. take a bunch of time. No. It's like, is it a first down? And then you look at the thing. And if the little light turns green, that means they got a first down. If it's red, guess what? It's fourth down and you get the decision whether you're going to go for it or punt. And again, going back to the Chiefs Raiders the other night, the Raiders <laughs> get the sticks, pulled it out. Did you see this picture? On floating around Facebook? No, I did not. Pull I the stick one. out, and there's an inch, maybe a half an inch, that they did not get the first down. And this is when they were hot, ready, rolling in the first quarter. Okay. And it's like, perfect solution right there. Right. No, have a chip in the ball, yep. and, and and have it on the on the edges of the ball, yes. too. Like, one, one on each side. Yep. Because when you reach, you're not reaching with the middle of the ball. Like, right. having it in the middle of the ball is not going to do a damn thing. <laughs> You do it with you do it on the ends. Eight sensors. If at any point a chip goes across that little laser line that's beaming across the field at the other one, yep. congratulations, you get first down. You do the same thing on the goal line. Yep. You do the same thing in the pi- like on the pylon. Yep. So like if you get inside the pylon, boom, good. Field goal. You're good to go. Yep. Field goal. Like if it, it, like and I'm still happy to have like the posts. Yeah, but but the the other day someone kicked it directly over exactly. the post. And the rule is is if the ball is um, outside the outer, uh, yeah, uh, like the outer half or something yeah. like that, and it's a judgment a, call though, right? It's a judgment call, but it's like if you just have a laser at the yeah. top of the goalpost that goes straight up, See, that can measure like, yep, the middle of the ball either crossed or didn't cross. Easy, I know. D- which technically, I don't like that rule either from the standpoint of, and yes, technically, like if the ball hits more on the inside, it would probably bounce inside. Maybe. Whereas if it hits more on the outside, double it goes, doink. But that's what I'm saying is for all you know, that ball could either come straight back or take a weird bounce, drop straight down, hit the crossbar, bounce back. Right. I don't know. Now we're just getting into the thick of things. But like. But with, with the ball idea, eight sensors, right? Uh, two at the end and then four around the circumference of the middle of the ball. Sure. 
Done. Sure. You got every angle. Players will be right. able to adopt by by training to stick the ball a certain way to be able to get maximized yardage. I mean, you're going to do it once the rule's in. Right. And so you have eight sensors in every ball. Dude, yeah, you're well, done. It, and even to go beyond football, because this is all football-related stuff, let's take basketball. Oh, yeah. How many times is there a last-second shot and they spend like – literally 10 minutes reviewing whether or not it came off a guy's fingertips. Yep. Last I checked, don't we have like these little glass balls that when you put your hand on it, like lightning, like <laughs> yep. conjoins to your hand? Yep. Use whatever that technology is. Yeah, make it infrared. Right. Put something in the ball that says like, is it leaving the hand at the time that the clock is going? Done. If, you know, if if the fingers are connecting to whatever electromagnetic shit's going on on yep. the inside, nope, wave it off. Like... Quick and easy stuff yeah. that no one's doing. Um, and, I mean, just with anything, anything that's related to timing or being within a parameter, just have robots. Just Dude, just do it. Have robots. Track and field has been doing this for the last six years on their blocks for for starts. Like, oh, for false starts? Yes. For Perfect. For yeah, I didn't meter. even know. And and they also have a, a timed with the gun to where if, you, if your reaction is way too perfect like within point zero zero one, then it's you you are flagged for jumping the gun because your reaction is too fast. Your human oh, sure. reaction is too fast, so you're trying to to time the gun. Right. And so they like I was watching the US trials last year and a guy got freaking thrown out because he got flagged for it once, flagged for it twice, because he was third time you're out. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So they're already doing or it. Drag in racing. I mean, that yes. that is what drag racing is: is trying to time that clock, which yep. is why they mix it up all the time. Yep. Um. It, my dad used to. Uh, I'll never forget. We were at a party once, and they had a, a simulator. L- l- yeah, like a simulator thing, yep. and you literally stand there with. It was like a stopwatch, and it would be like you know red, yellow, yellow, mm. green. Yep. You know, and it was yep. that way. And first of all, I had the best reaction time out of everybody, but I (laughs) was also 12 years old and like, you know, I'm going against a bunch of like 40 year old dads who, yeah, their reaction times are going to be slower. So they were like, how in the world is this kid beating us? And they thought I was anticipating the time, but it was different every time. Yep. Like sometimes it was like red, yellow, yellow, green, red, yellow, yellow green like yep. it just it depended yep and so yeah it was one of those things where i just always had the best reaction time whereas as soon as that green light started to go i clicked my button and we were good um but like and don't get me wrong i'm not saying get rid of referees because there's things you cannot track with technology you can't yes. track when someone gets held you can't track when you know there's defensive pass interference like you need human eyes to tell you that. Yeah. You can't track whether it was or was not a catch because whether or not he got his feet in bounds, you know, that sort of stuff. Yep. That sort of stuff. No, you need referees, but the argument of like, well, you know, we need to have the human element in there. Like, it's okay for the referees to make mistakes too. No, it is not. The only scenario where I I don't think we need to get back into uh, reviewing the play is on holding calls because honestly... If we called every single holding call, quarterbacks would be getting sacked every single time. Honestly. Right. No, that's not why I'm yeah. saying. I'm not. So, like, the rule with flags is you can only challenge if a flag's being thrown. You can't. Ch- so, if you remember when the Rams got screwed out of the Super Bowl for yes. the not pass interference. Yes. Against the, the Falcons. The rule was. Right. No. The, 
Yeah. New Orleans? The rule, uh, New Orleans. Yeah. The rule was, and it only lasted one season, was you could challenge pass interference. Right. But if I remember correctly, you could only challenge it if there was a flag. Right. And you would do the same thing with holding, with clipping, with all of that stuff. Yep. Is if there's a flag, you can then say, nope, I want to overturn that. Yes. Because yes, otherwise you're right. You could throw a challenge on any play. Literally and say, any play. Y- y- and and honestly, there were multiple times that game where, yeah, someone, there were, it was a drive for the Raiders against mm-hmm. the Chiefs where, uh, oh gosh, I forget who it was. It might have even been Chris Jones, where he got held and like, I even, like his yeah. body turned. Yeah. And it's like, how did that not get called? Well, it doesn't get called on every play. Yes. Like that one was just egregious because it was right in front of the camera and we all saw it and so yep. we were mad. But yeah, whether it's basketball, baseball. How many times <laughs> do, does a does an umpire get screamed at because he's calling something in the strike zone, out of the strike zone? A guy is safer out on first base, safer out on home. Dude, dude just use sensors. Dude, balls and strikes are the biggest one. Just we why? already have the technology for balls and strikes. Literally, li- we have the but technology. But we still allow a human to make that call. Yes, like it's the dumbest. That's that's the one I it's think. It's so stupid. That's the one I think that is most behind the times. To be honest, is is Major League Baseball? Well, it's the American pastime. Exactly, pastime. It's past <laughs> your prime. Get up with things. And you know what? While we're on that topic, okay, I'm clearly <laughs> Let's heated go. about Let's this. Let's go. Dude. Okay, here's the other thing that upsets me. Do you remember when the NFL was the no fun league? Yes. When you couldn't celebrate touchdowns yes. and stuff? I was literally talking to Rachel about right. this to Rachel last night. Right. How how fun is it now that they get to do it? Now, granted, there are certain things that you're not allowed to do, yeah, obviously. Like Kelsey dunking it on the goalpost. He was right. about to do it the other night. Which, again, and that made <laughs> sense because of the amount of times that they would pull the goalpost. Yep. Which you would think those things are like cemented in, but apparently they're not. Yeah. Whatever. Easy. Um, easy to go but, sideways. <laughs> but anyways... Um, just in all sports, okay. Yes, do these players get paid a lot of money? Yes. Sure. You know the the whole LeBron thing, like shut up and play basketball, like yep. w- from way back in the day. Like that's not what I'm saying. But I think, especially in baseball, and we've talked about this before. This is why I don't like baseball. Not only do the games take forever, and there's like 160 of them in a regular season or some bullshit like that. Yep. But the second you show any emotion. Like, someone's pegging you with a ball. You're out of here. And it's so ridiculous. And it's just like, okay, look, these are humans. Oh, that's baseball, baby. There's, um, I was watching a player the other day. I forget who it was. But, like, he was balling out. And every time he balled out, he stood up, he handed the ball to the ref, and he went back to the huddle. I love it. That's just his personality. I love it. Some players, like, I don't know if you remember this, Travis Kelsey used to get flagged a lot Do you remember when, when he, he caught a first down flag? pass. Do you remember when he threw no, the no, flag? No, no, no. That was Marcus Peters. That <laughs> oh, was Marcus it was, Peters. It was. It but was. no, Damn it. the amount of times when Kelsey was a young pup, you know, yep, yep, yep. year one, two, three in the league, yep. he'd get a first down and he'd do his little, like, shoot the arrow yep. thing, which they called a celebration because back then it was the no fun league. And yep. it just excessive celebration, you know, 10 yard penalty, you know, still first down, repeat first down or whatever it was. Yep. But like, I would get so mad at Kelsey because it's like, dude, just why do you have to celebrate? Why? Because like it was in the rules. Right. Whereas, no, if that's his personality, he should be allowed to like, I got first down. Let's pump the crowd up. I'll do a little dance, you know, whatever it is. Keep it appropriate. Let him. Yep. Some players, sure. They might just hand the ball to the ref and go back to the thing. Yep. 
And if they never become super famous because they're not an outgoing personality, fine. Yep. But the players who like look for that, feed off that, strive off that, are looking to grow their brand yep. on the field, or even like the whole like you you all have to wear certain like like you can't wear your own special cleats and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So who don't. cares? Like as long as you're wearing the same jersey. Like it's one thing if everyone's wearing red and you decide that day you're wearing I don't know neon green. Like <laughs> yeah. of course that makes no sense. <laughs> right. But like. I don't understand why you can't wear whatever shoes you want to wear or like even in the NBA, like the guys who wear like the headband or the armband or the Jordan sleeve or the knee brace or like whatever the mask. Yeah. Like some players like I wear a mask every single game. Yeah. And it's like it gives them individuality. It gives them personality. Let them do that. I mean, in baseball, and I mean, the amount of times I see an NFL player wearing a gold chain, it's like I would have played football on the gold (laughs) chain. Number one, that thing's probably heavy. Number yep. two, if that thing gets grabbed or, heaven forbid, snaps. Hardman? They all do I think, it. I like, think Hardman, all of them do Hardman it. wears a big gold chain. Yeah, yeah. Kelsey probably has yeah. one. Like, he's a baller. But what I'm saying is, is it's like, like, yeah, as long as it's not impeding the safety of the players, yep. let them express themselves. Yeah, and, and honestly, I just, I just watched a video the other day about this. Um, I don't remember what player it was. Big ass defensive lineman though, uh, maybe tight uh, defensive end. Um, it, it used to be a thing like players couldn't even show the personality like right before pregame, right uh, where they're still not in their pads, they're they're still in their really? their underclothes. Yeah, and they they all had to wear the same stuff and all that. And somebody, uh, one of the coaches was like, you know what? I want you to feel the most comfortable that you can before the game. Right. Right. Because what I want you to do is get into what mindset you need to be in to yeah, play like your, your best. Yeah. And so this dude like had some Pokemon or, or some anime or, or something like like headband on or like shirt on, like undershirt. I don't know what it was. Uh-huh. It was something goofy. It, what I perceive as goofy. Sure. And but that's him. Right. Right. And and like. At a, at the team that he was previous at, they wouldn't allow him to wear it before the pregame, and like, and this is the moment where you interacting with fans, you're in, interacting with like your team, with right. the, the competitors, all this stuff. And when he got traded to the, again, I can't remember what what team it was. The coach was like, "Yeah, dude, wherever, what do you like, whatever you want, yeah, like whatever is going to make you happy to get you in the mindset to go beat some ass. Like, I want you in that. I don't care if it's pink, purple, lime green. Like, just wear what you need to." Right. And I, I I felt that video. It's like holy crap, man! You know, bring, so funny bring about it back that. into the just human element. What's What's really funny about that is we're talking obviously sports. Yeah. Do you know what thrives off personality? It's not a sport technically because it's technically more theater. But pro wrestling, dude. Oh, dude, that is. Definitely if you a sport. if you do not have personality in pro wrestling, like yep. you could be the best wrestler in the you could have the biggest bag of tricks you could be the most technical guy you could be the flashiest guy in the ring but if you can't talk into a microphone like you're dead you're not going anywhere Uh, or or you at least have to have a good enough gimmick like the undertaker like the undertaker rarely talked into the microphone right but the whole purpose behind his gimmick was like i'm gonna like make you experience fear with my like 
ambiance. Yep. And you know, he he would have these crazy entrances into like the pay per views and that sort of stuff. Yep. And and so like that's where his personality was. Like it wasn't that you had to be good on a microphone, but like you had to show a personality somewhere. Whereas if you're a guy walking in there that looks like everyone else, you can't talk. You know, like it doesn't matter. Yeah. You have to have personality to succeed. I want you to take back one thing, though. Oh, what? <laughs> it is not theater. It is absolutely a sport. Well, no, I didn't. I'm saying... It's not... It is all real. Oh, God. The WWE is all real. <laughs> Nothing is scripted. All right? Oh, God. You take back the theater comment, and then we can continue with the show. The Take it back. The participants are athletes. Thank you. It's a sport. Thank you. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, what do you say? Should we give Farrah Floss a quick call? Let's give Farrah Floss a call. And we'll be back. All right. Today on NPR Podcast. Do you have to do this again? We have our first guest. He is live from the land down under. Mr. Flossy Floss. Farrah Floss. One of our longtime listeners, supporters, Viewers. Uh, viewers, Twitch viewers. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to In the Middle. G'day. <laughs> oh, Hello, oh. boys. And the beer. I like it. That was the beer opening. I love it. Tell you what, we'll, we'll do it too. Yep. And, and since we're opening this, uh, again, sticking with Big Sky Brewing Company out of Montana, USA, I am drinking the Big Sky IPA, which is a 6.2% by alcohol volume. And this one says, hold my beer and watch this. I like Ooh. this one. Yeah. yeah, what's yours? Mine is the the Powder Hound Winter Ale. Uh, no friends on a powder day. Sh- show them that logo, though. Yeah, I like it's, that. it's pretty badass. Um, Normally, I'm not a fan of the white logo, but with the little like husky on there. Yeah, and I don't even know what, pretty cool. what percent. Oh, 6.5. Holy shit. Oh, you're drinking the heaviest beer of the bunch. Here we go. Hey, Flossy Floss, what is your percent alcohol? Just a, a shit yeah, ton? No, no, this one, this one's not very strong. This is like a four point four percent. Like, oh. come on, it's it's not even three o'clock in the afternoon. My <laughs> kids will be home a bit later. I've got to be a functioning father today. So, yeah. uh, actually, fair plus. Here's a fun question uh, before you promote your beer. What day is it over there? Can you tell us? Like, give us the actual date. It, it is Thursday. I'm from the future. Huh? Yeah. What? So. Because we record on oh, wow. Wednesdays. <laughs> Holy crap. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost three o'clock Thursday afternoon. Wow. Yeah. He's across the international <laughs> dateline, which ironically I learned about on a Barbie show on a Barbie that my show? kids watch, that my daughters watch. Yeah. <laughs> because someone missed her birthday because she like went to sleep and then they crossed the international dateline. <laughs> Oh, that's terrible. It's fine. It was it was Barbie. It's it's fine. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, what what kind of beer is that? Uh, so what I'm drinking today is uh, a Brick Lane Brewing Company One Love Pale Ale. Get together, One Love. Ooh, One, one love. love. I love it. One love. One love. <laughs> well, and the, 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 the thing about this though, it cost me zero because I used like loyalty points program nice dollar things hell yeah so yeah because I, because I haven't got my own at the moment i've been a bit slack with the brewing because normally i just brew my own much more cost effective but yep. it's like no i need some beer i had the dollars loaded up on the loyalty point card thank you very much 
So is that uh, loyalty point card just for the liquor store? Or is it like a like a grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if it's just a liquor store, that's awesome. <laughs> no, it's like supermarket, liquor store, a few other places. And, okay, okay. Yeah, build, build up the points. And, I mean, it's much better than me spending $60 on my own money on a case of beer. Right, right. right. Which, and I will say this, <laughs> no beer, like that beer must be good, even if it's disgusting, because no beer tastes better than free beer. Correct. So, Correct. Yeah, Damn I love that. Right. Damn right. So, Pharaoh, uh, we're, we're bringing you on um, not only just our respect of you being um, one of our most dedicated, uh, like we said, listener, viewer, supporter, that sort of stuff. Um, but a, as I mentioned at the top of the show, my uh, or maybe it was in the pre-show, my wife's like, okay, who is it you're bringing on? Like a guy from Australia, and this is a Midwest podcast. So I guess my ultimate question is, what is qualifying you to be on this show right now? <laughs> and it's a tough question. Oh, uh, look, even though I don't like the same sports as you, I love sport and I'm a father. I mean, what else do I need to be? And I can, I can pretend to be from Midwest America if you want. <laughs> well, we'll get I can, to- give, I can give you a- I'll give you a dodgy ass accent if you want. Oh God! No, yeah, we we will do that later. Um, I want to hear it. Oh no, I'm, I'm going to put it on right now, just for you, my, my right. guy. Just, right. just right now, okay? <laughs> that, that was it. That's <laughs> was terrible. Oh my! Your American is as bad as my Australian. <laughs> Damn right. You wouldn't pass right. for shit over <laughs> damn, here. Damn right. Oh my God, that's nah, hilarious. Nah. Okay, well, obviously, like you said, you are a father. It. This is a dad cast. Um, we're just two dads living life in the Midwest. Um, how many kids you got? I got two. Two girls. Okay, okay. Girl two dad girls. life. Yeah. Love it, love it. And yeah. how old are they? Uh, the older one just turned nine the other week, and the younger one is six and a half. So Awesome. Okay, yeah, I've been so a dad for a little while now. Same, same distance apart as uh, Mary Kate and Bell. Yeah, so, perfect. I yeah, love that. that. That's that's awesome. I I just if you you're a long time listener, so you obviously know. Um, yeah, little girl is turning four months in a couple of weeks. It's unreal, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. I will say one one advantage of girls over boys when they're babies is they don't have that multi-directional piece. <laughs> I, I don't have boys, but I've been told you got to make sure you do the tuck when you put the nappy or diaper This on. is professional Otherwise, podcasting at its finest. Holy shit, that's Calling good. back but, topic, or not not topic one, that was a cold open yeah. since I didn't realize you were recording. So wow. yeah, that's awesome. Flossy Floss, you are a professional. I'll tell you what. I love that. I, I mean, I, I do have something. I, I do have a theory about your your P stream. That's going off topic. We can talk about that later. After show, please. <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah. so yeah. Uh, again, the slogan of the show is "We're two dads living life in the Midwest. We talk all things fatherhood, which you are. Sports. So you said you're a sports fan. What sports is it that you watch? I know you mentioned cricket in the chat, which I need to ask mm-hmm. you about that. Uh, but what all sports do you watch down there in Australia? Well, the main sports I actually watch are uh, Formula One and, uh, oh, wow. and soccer. Okay. They're the main ones. I'll, they're the main ones I watch. Like uh, there are a couple of like a, what we also call football here, like rugby league, which I occasionally watch, and Australian rules football as well, which I sometimes watch. Although I have sort of fallen a bit out of love with those two codes in the last few years, so I haven't been watching those as much. But grew up watching them as well, so. Yeah, the, the Australian football codes, uh, yeah, and the soccer and F1, and a bit of cricket, of course, as well. 
Okay, okay. So cricket, cricket's in the, so cricket's in the summer, and then you get your footballs in the winter, and you got Formula One at ridiculous times because I'm in Australia, like <laughs> 11, 12 o'clock at night. But I'm dedicated. I get up. I watch them. That is. So I cool. go to work the next morning like this. I, I've had three hours sleep. We'll be watching Formula One. What a great race! <laughs> um, See, so and I, I will say the one the one thing I don't understand, and and granted, I'm not as familiar with Formula One like I've seen it, but like as opposed to NASCAR, which is literally just guys driving in a circle 400 times over. Yeah. Um, Formula One's like actual like tracks, correct? Yeah, you got your street circuits, and you got your dedicated normal like proper race circuits as well. Right. Um, and of course, they're like they're like the, the fastest prototype cars out there with. The, the technology, the downforce, um, they're open top, although they do have some protection for their head now, not like they used to, but yeah, not, not tin tops like NASCAR or anything like that. I'll be damn. Cool. Um, so then here's, here would be like another question. Like, obviously we both have like our favorite teams across various sports. Uh, Cypier is a big Sooner fan as evident by the, uh, you know, Sooner flag in the top right corner mm. of our screen. Um, we're both Chiefs fans um, for American football. We enjoy, uh, I, I mean, I anyways enjoy USA soccer. What would you say, like, if you had just, like, one team, regardless of sport, whether it's a Formula One driver, whether it's a cricket team, a soccer team, what's, like, the what's like the team or person that you're the biggest fan of? Oh, the Las Vegas Raiders. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Get out of here. This guy. Dude. All right, hold on. How do you end the call? Can we end this call? Is it is it time? Thank you. All right. Thank you guys uh, for listening to In the Middle podcast. We're going to get out of here. What? Dude. All right. All right. I, I was not ready for that. I can <laughs> I was just proving. I was proving. I was listening before. I know. Um, yeah. Wow. I love that. Oh my god, dude! My oh, heart just god. dropped into my stomach. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, no, no, has, to, has to be. Has to be the hometown soccer team, the uh, Central Coast Mariners. The Mariners. Okay. Uh, it's soccer Central team. For those who didn't the, sorry. So yeah, soccer team in the uh, in the Australian A League. The, li- the little team that could, that's a team with the smallest budget, but they go out there, always have a heart and the sleeve, and, and they've, over the years, overachieved. So Awesome. That's cool. too cool. I mean, they've had, their, they've had their lean years as well, don't get me wrong, but... Yeah. yeah Seeing, I will say this. Uh, I mean, I've actually been a soccer fan for a while in terms of, like, watching World Cup soccer. I don't pay attention to, like, the, uh, like the league stuff I, I now i mean we do a little mm. bit of mls that's our version of like a a national like soccer league over yeah, here major league soccer yeah yeah sporting kc so like we have that but like i don't like follow it i don't know all the players and stuff but i w- what i will say is i have been watching the uh welcome to Wrexham series on fx which if you anybody listening or watching the stream if you have not watched that um, it's worth a watch, even if you know nothing about soccer, because it just gives you a sports appreciation. Um, and you get to see also like the owner and managerial side of things and stuff like that as well. So, uh, yeah. Have you seen this show or do you even know about the show at all? Uh, Fair no, Never heard of it. Never okay. heard of it. Okay. Um, well, so again, I don't know what 
your various channels and stuff are down there or even if you would get it uh but um yeah it's uh ryan reynolds aka deadpool or i mean he's in a bunch of other stuff but a lot of people nowadays know him as deadpool and then uh rob mcelhenny i believe is how he pronounces his name from always sunny in philadelphia they bought a team in wales um a, a local team and uh like are trying to build it up and stuff like that but it just like it's crazy to see how you know a team can impact a community as much as it does uh the fans like obviously like live breathe and die on the success or lack thereof of a team and stuff like that so uh yeah when you said you love like your local soccer team it just kind of made me think of that and it's like is it one of those situations where yeah even if they're not very good I mean, the fanboy, the fan base, I'm sure, is still very loyal, much like our Chiefs over here. I mean, when we were going one and 15, I mean, we were still packing the stadium every single home game. Yep. Yeah, no, no, there's a lot of um, fair weather fans. So <laughs> when, when they don't go so well, the crowds dwindle. And I mean, where, they, where the home games are, I used to live close to the stadium, but now I'm about 40, 45 minutes drive away. So I don't get to games very often. But even when they're going crap, I'll still put it on when they're on and I'll still watch. Awesome. And even when they're getting, even if they're getting beat 4-0, it's like, no, nah, I'm still going to watch this. They'll this come torture. back. They'll come know, back. Don't know why. Yeah, it's, a, it's still good. It's still good. It's only three minutes past stoppages. It's still good. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, so the next part of our, you know, fatherhood, sports, hobbies, what hobbies do you have? And in particular, I hope you talk about one that I am very familiar mm. with that we talked about in your introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's sort our of hobbies? Yeah, do you well, got? I mean, uh, well, look, it is dad life, as you know, can be hard to maintain many hobbies. And it is hard for me sometimes to get out and and do my favorite one, which I'll go to in a moment. But I'm obviously a gamer as well. I love love my gaming. Yeah, big big Xbox man. Um, Trying to be a streamer. Yeah, that's that's not working so well. But anyway, whatever. But, of course, the biggest thing is going out to a pub and having a sing karaoke. Yes. Karaoke. I'm, I, look, I'm surprised you don't know about this because I mean, ha- I mean, I'm sure you're in the same. I'm sure you're in the same Discord as me, where I've posted some stuff of me doing karaoke. So he, he has Discord, but he doesn't use yeah. Discord. I, ah, okay. So, so he doesn't check out what we put there for no, our no, no, telling. No. No, no and you, you disappoint me, Chris. Come I'm, on, I'm telling you. So you mentioned it at the beginning, though. Like you, you have to pick mm-hmm. your hobbies, right? And right now, yep. my hobbies are golf cornhole uh podcasting woodworking and my job i mean i i can't fit a whole lot more shit yeah i mean i have to consider my hobby because if i didn't then i I would just drop that one for sure in all fairness (laughs) i would argue that gaming is a hobby of his yet i've seen him literally one time in the last like what three months yeah it's well it's been about a month since i played yeah yeah so gaming's another hobby of mine too but yeah it's one of those yeah. things like you have to pick and choose your hobbies and right now woodworking is going to be the one that makes me the most money so obviously i can't give up podcasting i mean my job gives me pretty good money i guess but <laughs> gaming's a gaming's a winter hobby for you yeah 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 it's definitely like 
months, December. Oh, yeah, sorry. So this is completely backwards for you. Uh, December. I understand, I understand your seasons. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I understand the difference between the north, northern and southern hemispheres, okay? But we, we get taught that sort of stuff. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you made you made my little, little schoolgirl uh, laugh come out. Thank you, I appreciate that. Um, so yeah, I I interrupted you though. Uh, yeah, I'm not in discords. That, that's what that whole thing was about. So go ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I mean, Mark, I did send you a little clip in case you were able to bring it up and play that as part of the intro, but. Yeah, that's okay. Well, um, I, I didn't it, know it how like, it would work with our recorder. Was the was the primary? Fair thing. enough. So yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, so I mean, at some at some point, you are going to have to uh, introduce Sype to uh, the the man that is me at karaoke. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm going to enjoy that a lot. Um, so as a karaoke singer, which again I have watched you, uh, you even uh, oftentimes when you. Uh, stream on Twitch, uh, so twitch.tv backslash Farafloss. Uh, we'll include that link uh, everywhere PH. we can. Um, yeah, PH Farofloss, uh, like like Pharaoh, but actually it's spelled differently too. We'll 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 take care of that in post. But anyways, just check the damn notes. <laughs> yeah, just check the notes. Uh, but um, no, not only are you a, a, an amazing singer, like as somebody who loves to sing personally, I do not have a singing voice. I'm very jealous of your voice. But on top of that, you are also quite the performer as well. Like you don't just get up there and sing into the microphone. You play to the crowd. You walk around. You you know you as as uh, actually, I'll just tell you guys a quick story. So uh, I had my high school reunion this past week. Got drunk. Went to the bar. And while there was not karaoke, because again, I cannot sing, when the DJ was playing a song, I was like up on a platform and I was performing essentially, like as if I was the singer singing the song. So I was lip syncing for, for all intents and purposes. And I, so we did that the first night. I could not attend the second night of our reunion. And TJ, our buddy TJ uh, from the Cypapalooza show, um, he said, like, he went and he said all anybody could talk about was how Mark and TJ were just the funnest guys in the (laughs) entire bar. And one of my one of my classmates said his favorite part was he was dancing with a girl, like some college age girl. And, you know, this is a dude in his 30s. He's like, I'm dancing with this girl, having the time of my life. And I look up and all I see is Mark blessing the crowd like and it, and it was just a performance thing. And I so I was going to say I have seen Pharaoh Floss bless, bless the, the crowd, crowd before with his performance. Mm-hmm. Um so uh so yeah uh with karaoke not only do you sing but you also perform what's like your top three like karaoke songs that you and again i know that's a hard question to ask yeah just go to yeah yeah because it's all circumstantial and yeah it is it is and i mean i've actually answered this question for you before on another podcast which rest in peace um right but Rest in, rest in peace, BFG. Um, so, I mean, there's always one that I'll go to if it's a big crowd, they're having a lot of drinks. I'm going to bring out, play that funky music, white boy. Yes. I'm going to bring that shit out. Yeah, Which, everyone, again, everyone no one, no one on our show can see you, but you are the perfect white boy to see Yes, you are. Yep. 
Oh, yes. I, I'm very white. I'm very, very white. I come from very, very white stock. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, you don't want to see how pale I am under this top. Um, <laughs> well, actually, that, this, room, this room can't see, so there you go. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Just you boys. Oh, nipple and yeah. everything. I love it. Yeah, that's very white. A little pink. Even. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's so white, yeah, his yeah, pink so nipple so... looked red. So. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. So play <laughs> that fucking that's music, White Boy. That's number one. Yeah, and you know you can always, especially late night, get a crowd going with a bit of Bohemian Rhapsody. That's yep, Bohemian. Good. Yep. And that yeah, one I will yeah. show you. I have a clip of Bohemian Rhapsody, so we'll I'll show you that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, excellent. And actually, what well, the slight detour on that that reminds me of a wedding I went to last month where there was no karaoke, but. That song came on later in the night. I've basically got up on the stage where the wedding party tables were, stood up on the tables and was singing along to it with the crowd dancing below me. Just <laughs> yes, like you and your yes, um, yes. Like you and your crowd, it's like, so I, you were me at my class reunion. It's just no one could hear me sure. over the pumping speakers. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Okay. But, um, uh, okay, you want, you want another song? Ugh, yeah, one more. And if I'm trying to, if I'm just trying to show off my talents, then I'm going to bring out Mika by Grace Kelly. Okay. I Grace Kelly by Mika. Okay. That's because that, that has a whole range of the highs, the lows. Um, but I mean, I could always cut more, always good. It's like, don't stop me now by queen. Um, one, this is not one of my top three goes. Who's it? One I've been trying very recently is rise like a Phoenix, like a cheetah burst. I like, yes. I and like that's the one you sent me. Yeah. That's the little clip I sent you. That's uh, that was when I went out last week for the first time in about two months. Um, and, and I do like to sometimes sing stuff that is sung by women or by men dressed as women. Um, <laughs> just, just so I can, just so I can show off the higher ranges. Right. Now, uh, <laughs> um, so here's, Damn. so here's another question. Cause again, if I had a singing voice, <laughs> I would use it. Like, I mean, obviously I'm a married man now. But if I had a singing voice, I would absolutely use it to pick up chicks. If you were in a karaoke bar and there was a a, a nice, hot, young, foxy lady sitting across Ooh. the way, what would you serenade her with? Like, do you have oh, a go-to, like, like a love ballad that you can just belt out and just make eye contact with her and point directly at her and be like, hey, yeah, baby, this one's one. for you. You know, one of those. Like, yeah, do you I've have got, a got, do you have a ballad? I, I've got a good one for you. You'll never find another love like mine by Lou Rawls. It's an old song. But okay. You'll never find as long as you live someone who understands you like I do. Yes, so I love it. Bring out my But the, <laughs> the only problem is you, you say you say that about a young That's lady at the bar. The, the problem is because I'm a bit of a performer. Yes. It, it makes people, if they don't know me, think I'm gay. So it's probably more likely that the, the gay guy standing at the bar is probably going to give me the eye and come over and flirt with me. <laughs> free drinks, baby. Lady. And, well, true. I'm not going to say no to a free drink, and that's fine. I, I'm flattered. But, yeah, that's, it's the unfortunate side effect of, of being a little bit flamboyant on stage is people just assume that you're that way inclined because you perform in a, a bit flamboyant. Right. It, you know, it's funny that you bring that up because um, when I was in college, this is a thousand percent true. I'm going to get personal on the podcast here is similar to you. I was um, so I was a theater kid 
and I'm very outgoing, very flamboyant with a lot of things that I do. And when people met me, they assumed I was one of two things. Because apparently you can't be both. You can only be one or the other. But it was either <laughs> A, I was gay, or B, I was an asshole. <laughs> apparently gay assholes don't exist, which is a lie, because I've met some and they're fucking awful. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, uh, because they're an have asshole. A beep. Yeah, because they're an asshole. Because they're an right? asshole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, not because they're gay. Um, but no, and that was the thing is I had a lot of people ask me like, "Dude, are you gay?" I'm just like, "No." Like, trust me, I am straight as an arrow. <laughs> like, I mean, I appreciate the thought. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. And I've had, I've honestly, I've even been approached by multiple men, and they were just <laughs> like. Hey, like I, I my gaydar is kind of going off. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but I'm flattered. Do you want to buy me a drink? You know, like nothing, nothing's drink. gonna happen out of it. But uh, if you want to buy me a drink, I will happily accept. You know, and and plus the whole story of uh, Vegas, Mark was was also a good one, which I can't remember if we've said on the podcast before. But I'll have to go back and review that. Yep. But anyways, um, no. So I do understand that from from that standpoint of yeah, I think. It's it's kind of a weird thing, like, and we were just talking about with, uh, you know, sports players needing to have personality. Yeah. How many times, and actually, Travis Kelsey is a perfect example, which, Verifloss, I know you don't know him. He's our tight end for the Chiefs. But when he dances in the end zone, oh, yeah. you want to talk about, oh, like, God, a flamboyant, yeah. you know, sexy <laughs> kind of dance. Like, I mean, <laughs> he, he has, there you go, Verifloss, yeah. And that's the thing is, it's yeah. like when you when you are a big personality, an outgoing personality. I think the best part about that is is you're comfortable in your own skin. So even if you're doing something that is by by the outside world perceived as yeah feminine or homosexual or like whatever the case is, I think that's just people wrestling with their own insecurities. Is like and and that's also <laughs> part of why like again just referencing my high school reunion. Yeah, anybody who looked at me up on that stage was probably like, oh, my God, look at this flamer over here. <laughs> but no, it's like, no, nah, I was just dancing, gyrating the way that, like, Elvis Presley would have done back yeah. in the day or, you know, whoever. Or Bruno and, Mars. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Um, and so, no, I, I love watching your clips. And anytime you stream and you're in the karaoke bar, I like and again because you're a day ahead of us i don't really get to catch it but anytime you send me a clip that that is the best way to wake up in the morning is oh Ferrofloss went out karaoke last night and so it it just brings me great joy because i know i'm always going to get a uh a five-star performance out of you so wait a minute you live stream your karaoke's oh yeah are you kidding uh, sometimes me? sometimes I, have, I haven't done it for a while like it's always a bit of a judgment call. Like if I'm at a if I'm at a pub and it's absolutely chock a block packed, I'm right. not going to do it because I fear for the safety of my phone. I think someone's <laughs> going to like take it because I won't be able yeah. to see it. But if yeah. it's like if it's like a small to medium crowd, then yeah, I don't mind sitting at my phone on a table and, and doing that because I can keep an eye on my phone and make sure no one nicks it while I'm having a song. <laughs> so wait a minute, you don't you don't have like your 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 karaoke uh, video or videographer mate? No. No, 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 no. I, I'm, 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 mate, if you've seen the logo for my Twitch channel, it's Dodgy AF Productions, mate. Dodgy as, you know, <laughs> what production. So, I, I, look, everything I'm going to do there is going to be absolutely basic, bitch. I'm just, there's my phone, <laughs> pop, it, pop it up against my, against my glass of beer, 
Hey, no. Oh, yeah. All you all you need is your your best drinking mate, and I am I'm, and I'm trying well, to I'm trying to talk the same language, right? We call mm-hmm. him our bro. We call him you know our 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 good friend. We call him our our uh, our best friend, maybe. It, but like it's mate for you, right? You don't have a mate. We're all speaking English. Huh? We're all speaking English. <laughs> I do understand the different terms. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which I will say this, uh, Ferrofloss, just because I, I, very yes, quick, I, get what, I, get I quickly yeah. went and checked your Twitch. Um, you need to start either, yeah, clipping certain things so we can view them directly on your Twitch, yes. or like saving mm-hmm. certain highlights and stuff. That's how you. That's how you explode your brand. Is give people a chance to say like, oh, not only does this guy stream yeah. video games, but he streams karaoke and paint painting as well. Yeah, and. <laughs> And hey, that, that, that was that was a one-off. But that was fun. <laughs> and I want you to I want you to take this serious though, because uh, in the middle is like top of the line uh, viewership. That I mean, it, it's off the rails. So we're doing all of those <laughs> things that he just mentioned. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, uh, as my foot falls asleep, I have to stand up. Um, okay. So we talk sports. We talk hobbies. We talk fatherhood. But, Pharaoh, there is one last question I need to ask you before we move into topic number three. Sure. And you alluded to it. You said you are not from the Midwest. Yep. But obviously, you watch the show. You've been following us for a long time. Mm-hmm. You've, you've lived mm-hmm. vicariously through our Midwestern lives. What mm-hmm. is Midwest about Australia? And it's a good question. Oh, it's a brick. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish I, I wish I had a heads up on this so I could write to an essay or something. I know, I know. No, I say, and that's that's part of that's part of throwing the question out at you is as a listener to the show. What's something where you're like, oh no, that that relates to me. That relates to my friends. That relates to you know the community around me. Is there anything Midwest about Australia? And a perfect uh, example is. Uh, there's nothing like the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing like Australia. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I don't know how to answer. I don't really don't know how to answer that one. I mean, well, let me ask you this. For example, it, um, I feel like the Midwest gets a lot of. Uh, um, comparisons to like Canada where like we could bump into you or, or like someone could bump into us and we would be like, oh, excuse me. Oh, sorry. You know, oh, sorry. Yeah, like, we're yeah. apologizing even though they bumped into us. So, like, are people yeah. really nice yeah. down in Australia? At least where you live, right? Yeah. For, the, for, the, for the most part, yeah. I mean, I, I know I'm that way, too. So, yeah. So, if, if you want to say that, then, yes, I, I would say that is a trait that most of us have. Mateship, which, which is a big thing everyone likes to hold on to here, like, like you don't know the person, but if someone's in trouble, you're going to go help them out because you're perfect. Even though you don't know. Yep, that that yeah. right there I is the that. essence of the Midwest. Yep. If someone is in trouble, yep. even if you don't know them, you stop them to help them. Yeah, that that is as Midwest as you can be. Yeah, you heard it here first. Australia is the Midwest of the the, the Midwest of the Pacific. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Australia is the Midwest of the future. 
Yeah, literally the future. <laughs> you you guys do everything before us, so we know how to behave the day following. Yeah. So uh, no, I don't know if you want to. I don't know if you always want to follow us, but anyway. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Farah, I, I want to ask you this too. Um, how populated is the area that you're from? So, like, okay, and and means of thousands or hundreds of people. Okay, so. I mean, I obviously live in a in a suburb in a area which basically how can I explain it? So where <laughs> I live is is sort of I know I know you're not probably going to know your Australian geography very well, but you know of oh, wait, Sydney. Is right? that is that yeah. a dumb yes, American? We know Sydney. A dumb American no, no, no. thing. <laughs> you are pretty bad at geography. <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, it's like I had no idea where Russell, Kansas, was until I looked it up on a map. Okay. Oh hell yeah! I had yes. no idea. So, we got you so, to look it up. I love it. Exactly. I, I know where your little where your little town is now. I know where to where to find you. Yeah. I'm hell yes. <laughs> um, I was gonna say, where's our camera? So, <laughs> so I'm just trying to trying to think of it in the. So we have what we'd call like a local government or council area. So think of it like a county, for example. Yes. I mean, the one I mean is quite is quite big. Uh, it basically stretches. We're basically situated between two of the major cities in the state that live in. So you've got Sydney to the south, and then to the north, it's Newcastle. So I live in an area called the Central Coast, which is sort of in between that. Um, and that's He's in the middle. I'm in the middle. I'm in the middle of the two biggest cities in my state. I'm he in the is middle. the Midwest of Australia. Yes. I love it. I'm on, I'm on the Central Coast of New South Wales, the middle, Central. Yeah. It all ties We're together. in between Kansas City so and Denver. Here, this is perfect. Yeah, so basically the air, that, that sort of large council area is probably around about 400,000 or 500,000, something like that. Okay. Jeez, uh, but, 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 like, I mean, I'm in, a, I'm in obviously a little town in that one there, and the, the town I'm in, maybe a couple of thousand, the next suburb over would have the same. And there's, like, where I live is basically the suburb I'm at. There's a couple of suburbs, one side, then there's a lake, so there's no suburbs on that side of me. So I'm sort of in an area where there's maybe a, like a few thousand people and then right. 10 minutes down the road, there's more and whatever. So, so his suburb is probably a Russell from yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah. So well, yeah, yeah. I mean, go ahead. No, you go. Okay. So, I mean, like, do you see a lot of countryside? I mean, is it, is it somewhat rural areas? There are some around, it depends on which way you travel, but yeah, it's, it's like you can, I could basically drive two, three minutes up the road, and I'm going through like four-way, yeah. like dual carriageway road, but it's all just bush around. I love that. Um, sure. Or if I if I drive five minutes the other way and take a turn, then I'm doing the same thing. So then there are like semi-rural properties nearby, but like I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a suburb which has got your sort of your standard residential blocks throughout. We're the same people. And then, yeah, drive, drive. We're the same yeah, people. Yeah. So drive. Yeah. drive that's it. That, that we just same people, different time zones. We're all <laughs> dads. It. We're all sports lovers, and we're all beer lovers. So cheers to that. Cheers, brother. Yeah, cheers, I cheers, love that. cheers. Well, with that, that, should we go to topic number three? And we are back with topic number three. We still have Fairfloss on the phone. Fairfloss, get out. You are the one that is bringing us. Topic number three. Can you please tell oh, everybody? Yeah, tell everybody what topic number three is. 
sure thing. So what I thought I'd bring today is uh, I was thinking about it and I was thinking, what's a good topic? Uh, what are some stupid or regretful things you did when you were a teenager? Because we're all blokes. We all did stupid things. I did so many. I'm only going to bring two, but we did so many stupid things. And I thought it'd be a funny topic. Can I actually start? Because I have one <laughs> that I did not only as a teenager, Ooh. but I just did it also recently <laughs> as an adult. Are we are we rehashing what we oh, talked about in the very sure. first of the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not talking about my pee stream. <laughs> okay. No, what I'm talking about is... So back in the day, when when we were younger, we had landline phones. Yeah, yeah, yep. And you were not allowed to make a certain thing called a long distance call because <laughs> it would cost your parents a lot of money. Or yep, or a collect call. You know what you're not allowed to do as an adult? Apparently, <laughs> make an international call <laughs> because a couple weeks ago we were testing my phone. Yep. No, it, I, it was two weeks ago, actually. No, it was just oh, last week. No, it was two weeks because no, I thought... Week. No, 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 no. Floss, no. it was last week. No, it was two weeks ago, and I'm here's gonna, how I'm I know. I'm going to tell you, because I'm going to bring it up. <laughs> no, it was two weeks ago, and here's how I know. No, you're wrong, Mark. <laughs> yep, great. It was two weeks ago, and here's how I know. Because when I called, we thought Ferrofloss right. was uh, going to be a guest, and he wasn't. And that ended up. Oh fuck! It was last week. It was last week. <laughs> God damn it! Okay, no, you're right. It was, you're right. It was last week. It was during the show last week. Sixth of October. Yeah, sixth of October. Yep. Anyways, long story short, I called you because I assumed, like, I wasn't sure if I had international calling, but I was like, well, surely it's not like that much. Maybe it's like ten cents a minute or something like that, and it wasn't gonna add up. And so I called you. To, to test it. And granted, I was calling you simply to see if it would like work on like the, the stream with the, the international show, yeah. call that we could even get yep. a hold of you. And then we ended up talking for like 15 minutes, which was apparently a huge mistake because my phone bill got jacked the hell up because of it so uh needless to say when we hit affiliate the first 50 dollars that we're making is going straight to my phone <laughs> you are you're on a terrible plan i'm on a 25 dollar prepaid plan and i can call you and 30 other countries all in my plan no kidding so you, you need to you need to shop around no i was i was <laughs> looking at the terms and conditions and stuff like that and i thought i was good to go and apparently i was not like australia was not on the list of people i can call for free well um, yeah you can't call into the future i mean that that costs 25 dollars for I every 15 not. minutes so, come on so uh, <laughs> that's the first thing is no i definitely made a couple of long distance calls back in the day which then required a nice long conversation with my parents so but i thought that would be relevant to kick us off tonight but uh fair Floss, this is your topic what a I'll I'll let you actually lead us off. What's something you did as a as a young lad that you would never do now as an okay. adult? Uh, well, I don't know which one of the two because one one's a bit like, oh, that was like you'll probably be like, what? And then the second one, I did. I, Mark, I sent you. I did send you a picture like, of a map. Yes. Do you recall me sending you that the other day? I do. Yeah. Yes. I don't. I don't know if you happen to get that so you could pop it up on your stream or whatnot. But I could talk about that one, or I could talk about the other one. What would you want to hear first? Let's talk about the second one. Or sorry, the first one. Oh, we'll go, the, yeah. the first oh, okay, one, the first and then one. and then we'll the first one. we'll try to get the the we'll picture the up on the map. map. Yeah, on on the on the screen here. Yeah. 
Cool, cool. Now, I do have a question. Like, I know Sipe won't know the answer, but Mark, have you actually figured out what my name is yet? Not just Aerofloss from watching clips and stuff? <laughs> no. Flossy, Flossy. <laughs> no, I have no. not. Yeah, Flossy McFloss Floss. <laughs> so, my, my, so my name is Gabe, short for Gabriel, right? Okay. Love it. Yeah, so, which is fu- which is actually funny because there's a guy I went to college with who looks similar to you, and his name is also Gabe. So that's just weird. <laughs> but anyways, all Gabe's are alike. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so now this 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 one you might be, as I said, just uh, just a trigger warning. You might at the end be going, "Oh, okay, I'm, I regret bringing him on." Oh um, no! So this Never. happened. When, you know, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you some pretext and. The incident that actually happened was when I was about 13, and I obviously learnt lessons from it and have, haven't and won't ever do it again. But a bit of background and a bit of pretext. So up until I was around about 10 years old, I was living down like in southern Sydney in a low socio- socioeconomic area and a bit more multicultural and never had any dramas with having the name Gabriel, right? Right. When I was 10, when I was 10, I moved up to the area that I live in, have, have lived in Sydney. It's called the Central Coast. Up in the Central Coast, especially this is in 1990, uh, 1990 I moved up. Um, the, the culture and, and whatnot is very like surfy culture and very basically only white people. Sure. Um, and very, very, very narrow thinking. So, I moved up here and I was going to primary school, so year five in primary school. And the first thing that happens when people learnt my name, because they hadn't heard the name Gabriel before, is I started getting picked on for my name. Sure. And the main thing was like Gabriel Girl, Gabe being real, things like that. The derivatives of Gabriel, right? Right. So that was haunting me for quite a while. Fast forward a couple of years to the first year of high school, so what's year seven for us? Me, another guy, uh, and two girls were having basically like a little a slumber party as such. So at this girl's place, all things going well, but over time I'd still been copying shit for my name. And it obviously had got to me, and I'd got to the point where I was sick of being called a girl. So what do you think 13-year-old Gabe's solution to that oh, was? Do you want God. to take a guess? Oh, God. Uh, I, think, I, think, I think it's – I can see in your brain there, yeah. I think you. I think you are thinking what it is. Mark, have you got an idea as well? D- was there a locker so, room involved? <laughs> no, no. So, this, so obviously, like, the, the parent had gone to bed or parents had gone to bed. We're all up late. We're in a lounge room, and I was just sick of, it, sick of being called a girl. And they were all calling me a girl. And I said – I'll prove I'm not a girl. Now, how the fuck do you think a guy can prove he's not a girl? You whipped out your dick. <laughs> you did, did you? <laughs> I did. I did. So, 13 year old me thought, right, I'll prove I am male. One layer, two layer. So, it was only a quick, it was a quick flash, but obviously, I then copped some shit afterwards because I was known as Flash. Oh, I go to no. Yeah, so I've got around the school as well. So I'd have people like dun 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 flash. For a few months I, I did pop more shit on that. So but hey, on the positive side, they won't form me a girl anymore, were they? <laughs> oh man. But as I can say as, as I say, yeah, so obviously 
learnt my lesson from that, a lot of regret from that, have never done it again. Scroll down. <laughs> but I can look back and obviously I can look back and laugh now. Right. Yeah. So, but, uh, but yeah, but any, any, anyone out there? No, flashing is not good. You yeah. will go if you're an adult and do that. You will go to jail. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is it. a thousand percent true. You will absolutely go to jail. Jail mm-hmm. will be your your mm-hmm. next stop. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. And then and then they then some of them in there might want you to flash at them. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> right. See, so and, that, I, and I will say this. Obviously, it was it was the nature of the times we were living in um, because I there was no greater fear uh, like when I was in middle school and high school than people like thinking you were gay, you know, as if there's something inherently mm-hmm. wrong with that. Um, and it's it's one of those things where, yeah, like you, if you're getting picked on for it, it's it becomes a self conscious thing, and I I definitely had my fair share of that as well, <laughs> which actually kind of does lead into the one th- or the number one thing I thought about with regards to this topic, which is the cringeworthy like social media posts. Or back in the day, we used to have like AOL Instant Messenger or MSN Mes- Instant Messenger. And just the like, like when you clicked on someone's name, you could read like a little biography on them or whenever you went like AFK away from keyboard, you could post an away message and just the amount of like attention grabby, needy, like insecure posts that I would put on there to try to garner attention and to try to garner like, oh, are you okay? You know, like those kind of responses from friends and females alike yep. was just, and and it's one of those things where Facebook always does like the Facebook memories. Yes. And it'll always be like, remember when you posted this 15 years ago? I'm like, yeah, I do. And please don't remind me. Yeah. Can I delete that now? <laughs> yeah. But I, I leave them on there as a reminder of like where I was and how far I've come and stuff like yep. that. Because I think as I've grown into my adulthood is number one, like I, you know, the only opinions that I truthfully care about are like the opinions of my wife, the opinions of my kids and the opinions of like my family. Like I, I care if Sype like cares about me, don't get me wrong. But if, but not if really. I do something <laughs> and Sype's like, Oh dude, that's not cool. I'll be like, well, you're not cool for thinking that this isn't cool. You yeah. know, like I'm the coolest guy, you know, what the fuck, you know, like type well, of this hat is really cool. So screw you, man. <laughs> right. And, and I think it's just part of that individual out, individuality that we live in um in this world which i think is actually a good thing you know yeah. of and it's of getting better being true to yourself yeah. and not being not being concerned about what other people think which in today's world i think is a little backwards because we preach that and yet a lot of people value themselves based on how many likes they get or yeah. how many shares they get or how many you know yep. followers they have and stuff like that so it's it's like just be you, but it's only it's only worthwhile being you if you are achieving a certain number statistically, which yep. which is the backwards part of it. Whereas, and again, I use my high school reunion as an example. I was at a bar, I had drinks in me, 
And I had a great freaking time. <laughs> I don't care what anybody thought of me. They might have thought I was gay. They might have thought I was a drunken fool. They might have thought that You're I... some asshole in the bar. Some, yeah, some jerk in the bar. Like, who's this guy up by the DJ booth thinking he runs the place? Whatever. I didn't care because what was most important to me was me having a good time. Hell yeah. And by God, I did. Yep. And and that's something that back in the day I never would have done. I would have been like, well, how am I going to be perceived? Yep. You know, and and I think really that's where a lot of my regrets as a a young, you know, Mark stems from is just the behavior I exhibited because I was so concerned with other people's opinions. Yep. Psych, yeah. what about you? What's your like? What What was the first thing that popped in your head? Well, thanks for sharing because I want to share something pr- pretty personal too. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if I even announced this on the podcast or not, but uh, I gave up chewing uh, tobacco right uh, almost a year and a half ago now, and uh, and so when when you first said something that you did in your teenage years that you regret or that you wouldn't it wouldn't be seemed as acceptable nowadays my the first thing in my mind it was like holy crap uh when i was in the 7th grade i was uh 12 13 years old something like that uh i got caught with a can of chew at uh at school right and uh and I got four, uh, was it three, four, something like that, days of out-of-school suspension. And Ooh. and my dad made me eat, and I'm, and I'm, it, it, it goes to, I'm, I'm sharing personal shit. Let's, let's just call it a spade as a spade. My dad made me eat, as punishment, a half a can of chew. And I threw up all over the place. Oh. Um, and so, yeah, something I regret as a teenager, uh, and maybe I was a teenager, maybe I wasn't, I don't know. I was pretty damn close to the, to the age of 13. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, so yeah. Do I regret bringing a can of chew to school? Absolutely. Is it something that I wish that my kids do? Absolutely not. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I quit too. I mean, obviously the, the health reasons as well, but, um, if you if you notice when I when I am showing my on can it is nicotine only no tobacco still not a good habit um, but it's better than than cancer providing uh, habits so the healthy form of yeah, getting high it, it's a healthy form <laughs> of we don't know what the hell this does yet so why don't you give it a try and you'll be at one of the statistics one <laughs> when we do our study on nicotine. Right. Um, but yeah, I gave up chew, um, and that was that's a whole other story. We might get into that we some talked other about day. that on the podcast. Did actually. we? We did. Okay, good. I don't know but, what episode. I can't recall it like yeah, you did. Yeah, but no, we we did talk about that after a member of our community did pass away because yep. of chewing. So. Yeah, and that was that was the whole reason of me opening my eyes. And so yeah, when we were talking about stupid stuff we did as teenagers, uh, me bringing the can of chew to school in seventh grade it was. Uh, Pretty dumb. So, <laughs> yep. Uh, well, Fairfax, oh, we. The dumbest was getting caught. Yeah. The dumbest part was getting caught. Yeah, it was. It was. And it, it, let me expand on that real quick because this might be a good story to talk about. The way I got caught, uh, so I had cargo pants on, 
shorts, cargo shorts on, had the can in my right pocket, all the way uh, on the ground. We're is the like second day of school, third day of school. It makes the story even better, right? And and a teacher uh, was helping me like understand how to use my little lock mechanism on my locker, and I was sitting down frustrated. And I was trying to figure out my combination lock. And she sat down, and she must have saw it. It's the only thing I can think of nowadays. I need to go back to, to Clyde and ask her. But she put her hand right right on my pants that was laying on the floor because I was sitting on the ground. Because they were baggy. And they are baggy. Then. Yeah. And she put her hand right on the can. and was like, hey, Chris, what was that? I thought I was smart. And I've had it in a beef jerky can. Like, in, you know, we have a little tin of, of beef jerky and I had eaten all the can all the jerky out of the can and I put like four or five dips in it uh-huh. and she was like what is that and I was like uh 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 it's uh uh jerky and she was like oh well let me see so I pulled it out like probably shaking like a, a freaking leaf in the in the fall and she opens up the can she was like well open it and i was like no <laughs> and she was like no open it I was, <laughs> so i opened it up and sure yeah it wasn't beef jerky it was chew and technically you didn't have to open it i know i didn't <laughs> but this is small town america I know. and and you do what your teacher tells you to do that's and so right, that's right um, yeah, you were that. <laughs> i was you were respecting authority which is a good thing <laughs> yep this is what my parents taught me to do they didn't teach me to take chew to school but they taught me to respect authority and so i uh yeah that's how i got caught she literally again at the time i was like I can't believe she found out. Like she saw the can in my pocket. I don't understand it, but no, I guarantee it was blaringly obvious that I had a can of something in my pocket. Yep. So, Flossy, Flossy, Floss. Yeah. What is so your- we we uh, Floss. Before you go into topic number two, we do have a partial picture of the the map that you sent. We don't have the full thing, but okay. about two thirds of it. Um, we we're putting it up on the stream now so everyone can see it, which you did put on there, uh, in parentheses, 51 miles. What is the speed limit on this road that you sent us? I'm just curious. Oh, that, the speed limit is not relevant once I get into the story, but look, well, most okay. of it's, a lot of it's freeway, a lot of it's freeway. So 110 kilometers. So rough. You know, 55, 60 miles, something like that. Okay, okay. Well, the main reason why I ask is because by car, it says it takes about an hour and a half, which would, for us, be uh-huh. 90 miles per hour. Um, and so when you said it's Ooh, 51 okay. miles, that's why I was like, well, heck, you're barely doing half of that, uh, which is why I was confused. Um, but yeah, it does say 82.4 kilometers. So yeah, you guys just must have lower yeah. speed limits than we do out there. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I haven't done the conversions for you. I'm sorry, but 110 Ks an hour is the maximum speed on like a motorway or a freeway. Okay. But then once you get into the, once you get into suburbs and things like that, you're talking anywhere between 50 and 80 kilometers an hour. So okay. Okay, Again, okay, I'm okay. not going to do the math for you. So. No, that's fine. Uh, I just, yeah, that that part blew me away. Of like, wait a minute, it takes you 90 minutes to go 51 miles. I have two thoughts on this. So. Yeah, well, that. I have yeah, two. but I mean, having said that, that a lot of that's going into like city traffic and things like that. So Google Maps is accommodating for all that sort of stuff. But okay, yeah, just okay. speed limits aren't that high either. 
Well, I'm also looking at the map, and there is windy, windy ass roads, in, in which in the Midwest ah. we have super straight roads. They go east to west, north and south. And so, for us, when we think of time in miles, uh, we think essentially one mile per hour. So, like, or sorry, one mile per uh, minute. 60, 60, yeah, yeah, one mile per minute. Hour, yeah, yeah. So if it's if it's fifty one yeah. miles for us, it's like, oh no, it's that's like a. a 50 minute drive maybe 45 minute drive is if it's interstate so right. yeah well with, with the beginning of that map as well like i was trying to use google maps to to try and best outline the route that i actually did go but if you were going by car you wouldn't go on that squiggly stuff at the beginning you'd be going straight onto the motorway and saving about 20 minutes so gotcha yep, yep that's yep. also where that average average is a bit weird as well but anyway that map so when i was about 17 i had a mate who was Getting a quiet, getting into cycling a lot, so bike riding, right? Ooh. And one, so one day he's uh, must have been the night before. I was like, "How about we ride down to Sydney?" Now, me, I'm the sort of guy who's like, "Is that going to be detrimental or hurt me?" No, fudge it, let's go. So he actually had like a sort of racing style bike. I had a mountain bike, <laughs> and. I mean, I don't know if you can tell what sort of weight I am now, but I was about 20, 25 kilograms, so say 50 pounds heavier than I am now as well. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And, and, this is, and this is like 1997, so it's a bit more to the story. But thought, yeah, no worries. Let's go for a ride down to Sydney. Uh, and so we took windy road, back road up a big hill to get up near the freeway. Didn't go on the freeway side off. We went the old back road. That's why it's all windy on that map. Yep, yep, that makes sense. We didn't we didn't go prepared. I'm on a I'm on a bike that's not really suitable for doing this sort of distance. Didn't go prepared, so I had like one little pissy bottle of water. A couple of hours in there, along that windy road, there was a little general store. Oh sweet, there's somewhere where I can get something to drink. I didn't have cash on me. I only had a debit card with me and Back in 1997, <laughs> big supermarkets, special stations yep. could take debit cards. Little general stores, still cash only. Yep. So I'm there like, what? I can't buy a drink? Oh, shit. Um, so we kept on going. About 10 kilometers before the end of the freeway, it started raining. So there's me dying of thirst, mouth open. <laughs> Once we finally got off that freeway about – Five minutes later, there was a service station. So I've jumped in there, grabbed like three bottles of Gatorade, oh, smashed that. <laughs> oh, finally, and got a couple more bottles to take with me. Managed to do the rest of the ride down to Sydney. There were some hairy bits to it because we went on an old back road for part of it. Then we jumped over to the freeway. There was this big downhill, like a probably two kilometers, say one and a bit mile, but full down windy hill. And it was okay when there was a shoulder, but part of the shoulder was closed. So I'm there, and I was actually on my mate's little racing bike too, so a little tiny tide, and I'm there going around these barriers, so almost going into the traffic. And, about, and he had a little speedometer on there as well. I don't know how accurate it was, but it was saying I was going about 70K an hour and the traffic Holy going past at 110. Cow. And I'm there, like 100 kilogram, me, well, in and out of track. Wow. Oh, it, yeah, oh and I, I think back on that, and it's like, one, I didn't think ahead. I just thought, yeah, no worries. We're just going for a bike ride. Two, I look back at that now and go, nah, stuff that. That's a long <laughs> way for a bike yeah, ride, Yeah, that though. is massive. Oh, yeah, that, that, 
that took us close to six hours. I believe Holy that. Cow. Holy cow. Yeah. And 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 not not prepared. Didn't take food. Didn't take barely anything to drink. <laughs> Stupid seventeen year old me thinking, yes, yeah, she'll be right, mate. She'll be right. Oh, so, yeah. That was a. Uh, it, it was an adventure. No, we did. I'm, we did a couple of months. Go Sorry, ahead. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to say, so after that adventure, a few months later, we did try a plan a bit more where we thought we might try another big ride. What we might do is catch a train down like south of Sydney, like 100 kilometers south of Sydney, and then we'll take that. Like, this is like late spring, early summer. We'll, we'll get off a train and then we'll ride a couple of hundred kilometers to like over a couple of days down to the Snowy Mountains and just something to do <laughs> so we caught the train down to where we got off to about an hour or so out of sydney down south of sydney got on the bikes it was all okay until a few hours in and it absolutely started pouring down with rain we had thought ahead we had some food we had water i brought a tent wow popped up the tent on the popped up the tent on the side of the road it started leaking. <laughs> it was just an absolute disaster. None of us got a flat tire. We couldn't repair it. So ended up now. Luckily, my mate, his uh, his his parents were were a little bit well to do. So they had given him a mobile phone to take with him. This is in 1997, right? So yep. not many mobile phones around. Right. There. They yep. had given him a mobile phone. He ended up calling his parents. His, I think it was his mum drove about three and a half hours down south to come get us. Wow. <laughs> you had to get rescued oh, from your, your second yeah, big bike we ride. Did. <laughs> yeah, never, never, never again. Never again. <laughs> Which I will say, because he's I'll, talking I'll about this as a teenager. Yeah. It sounds mm-hmm. very Midwest of them, of like, you know, back in the day before, you know, cell phones were, were yeah, you could call people at yep. a moment's notice, is... You guys were literally in the middle of nowhere, and uh, like, thank God he had a mobile phone that you could call because, yeah, otherwise you were stranded as teenagers yeah. on the side of a highway. Mm-hmm. Like, how ridiculous is that? Yeah. Um, no, I'm glad you brought up the idea of essentially doing something, you know, either unprepared or unsafe and whatnot because. Another thought of mine is all yep. teenagers think they're invincible. <laughs> all of them. Yep. And the mm-hmm. like the dumbest stuff I did. Now don't get me wrong, I am not like a gearhead, I'm not a hot rod kind of a guy where I'm like drag racing my car or anything like that. But that doesn't mean I didn't do stupid crap in my car. Because mm-hmm. there are two in- instances where a vehicle was involved and I should have, could have, would have been dead. The first one is my buddy in high school and I, we snuck 40 miles away. So 40 minutes away, if we're going by Midwest again, time, Midwest time, <laughs> 40 yeah. minutes away. And we went to a, like a, a festival for the summer in terms of like they, and when we say festival in the Midwest, we're talking, you know, your typical you have a local band playing. <laughs> yep. You have, you know, a, a stock judging tents. contest. Yeah, beer tents, <laughs> food trucks, that sort of stuff. We snuck 40 minutes away and we were driving home and we were late because we had a curfew. Yep. And we got pulled over as we entered the town that we lived in. 
Um, we got pulled over going 113 Jeez. in a 70. Oh, oh, yeah. So 113 in a 70. So we are oh. basically 43 miles over the speed limit. And the cop that pulled us over said, the only people we catch going this fast is someone either really drunk or really high. Yep. <laughs> we were neither. We were just dumb. So so that was the first one. We got a $435 ticket, which to a teenager, that oh, is yeah. a shit ton of money. Oh, yeah. Still like, is. <laughs> I mean, it's still a lot of money, yes. But like that was like two months worth of paychecks back then. <laughs> yep. Um, so did, like, did, you, was, did you lose your license as well? It, well, so I wasn't the driver. Here's the worst part, though. Ah is I was the passenger in that vehicle, and I was also the reason we were late. But on the way there, I went to put my seatbelt on, and it, like, snapped off of the, like, like I don't know, off the car. So we were driving 113, and I did not have a seatbelt on. So Holy heaven forbid shit. we blew a tire or something, yeah. ended up rolling deer? the car. Yeah, hit a deer. Like, I would have been toast. Yeah. Like, it would have been whatever. We would, we would not be here today. No, we, not at we all. We would not have been. So to lead into that is one of my go-to, you know, like alpha male tricks in a car. And I will never forget this, and Rock will tell you this. Um, and I, I say rock, this is Caleb, um, <laughs> with our streaming stuff is rock has witnessed two near death experiences for me. The first of which we were driving back from Wichita, Kansas to Salina, Kansas, because at the time he and his girlfriend, now wife, and then my girlfriend at the time lived in Wichita. I lived in Hayes and we were driving back to Salina so that he could then go visit his parents, and then I could go back home to Hayes. And our girlfriends went with us to kind of see us off. And I used to do this trick where you have what's called the oh shit handle in your car, which like when you're about to wreck, you reach up and you grab the oh shit handle and you, you brace yourself, that type yep, of thing. Yep. So I would do this thing where I would set my cruise and I would grab the oh shit handle but then I would lean all the way out the driver's side window. Like <laughs> literally Christ. the top half of my body from the waist up would be like Outside parallel the <laughs> with the car or parallel with the road, I should say, <laughs> leaning out the window. And that was like my trick, which in retrospect, again, if I blew a tire yeah. at any point, yeah, you're dead. Instant death yep. because I'm not even in the death trap of a car <laughs> to potentially survive, let alone I didn't have a seatbelt on. Right. But I am physically hanging <laughs> out of the window of my car and half my put it this way, if the oh shit handle broke, <laughs> yeah, you're dead already. <laughs> I'm falling to the pavement. At, <laughs> at 90 miles an hour on a 70 mile an hour road. You're saying, oh shit, as you fall to your death. <laughs> exactly. So that's topic number one. Topic number two, there's a point where, again, we were going with the flow of traffic, so the speed was not my fault. But we were going 90 miles an hour from Salina to Wichita Jesus. to surprise those same girlfriends at the oh. time. And this is an infamous story about me with Caleb a.k.a. Rock for Ferrofloss. But there's a moment where I was driving a Kia Sorento at the time, which if you don't know is an SUV, like a like a bigger vehicle, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. 
and traffic was like bumper to bumper essentially and i got a point where there was enough space between me i was in the right lane and him he was in the left lane i told him i we were on our cell phones at the time and i said hey slow down so you can let me in and he slowed down enough that there was enough of a gap for my car to fit and i said hey watch this <laughs> you know famous last words and i jerked my wheel to the left which you don't do in a high rollover car yeah and so i went to the left and not only did i get into the left lane but i surpassed the left lane <laughs> and i went into the median which if you're in the midwest is basically a ditch yep i went into the ditch and I started to like panic and I overcorrected as we talked about earlier on the yep. show. I overcorrected. I came up out of the ditch, went across two lanes of traffic into the right ditch. Oh shit. Went into that ditch, came up, fishtailed a little bit in between both lanes before my, I finally regained control of my car, which I will say as a proud moment, <laughs> I never dropped my phone the entire time. I held oh, it up to my, like this was all with one hand. <laughs> so I still held the phone as if I was speaking with Caleb the entire time. Uh, but he was shocked with terror oh my God. as he was literally, and, and I quote, after this whole thing settled down, this is the conversation we had. He said, Oh my God, are you okay? I said, yeah, I'm fine. I legit saw my life flash before my, li <laughs> before, before my eyes. And he goes, I'm not going to lie. I thought I was witnessing the death of my best friend. Oh, shit. That was the conversation we had. We drove about another five miles in silence. Still on the phone. I had not moved. I was like frozen in fear. And then we got off on an exit. And I said, bro, I just feel like I need to like hug somebody. And we got out of the car and we embraced for like four minutes straight. Like yep. we just held each other yep. because we were positive in that moment that I was dead. Yep. Like because it's it, it just terrible. stupid, dumb young kids. And so between, yeah, you being on the side of the road on a bike, like where you can be hit by cars and you're going fast and all this sort of stuff. I'm first of all, I'm lucky that not only did I not get into an accident, I could have killed multiple people that day. Like again, we were bumper to bumper traffic. That would have been a 50 car pile up, no questions asked. Yep. S you know, someone was looking out for me that day. Yep. So that was that was that. And and I've done other stupid shit too, but that was the pinnacle where those two moments, it's like, you know what? That road like is just Every time I drive down it, I'm like, I should have died multiple yep. <laughs> times on this road. Should have died. Yep. But I thought I was young and invincible. Yep. Sipe, you got another one? Yeah. So I relate back to that. I did a lot of dumb shit in my car uh, when I first started driving. You know, I, I I took my 96 Lincoln Continental. Oh, God. 125 miles an hour down a two-lane highway road, which was dumb as shit. My shocks actually bottomed out at the bottom of, the, of a little bit of a hill. See, that's actually worse yeah. than on the interstate. Yeah, dude, it was it was terrifying, but also so much fun in the same, all, all in the same moment. And so, yeah, I, I have that moment as well um, that's, that's very relatable to, to your near-life death experience. Um, 
I also have another story related to vehicles. I mean, I could talk all, all night long about how dumb I was in, in vehicles. However, do you remember in the mid to late 2000? So I called the 2000s, like sure. 2000 from, from 2000 to 2010, right? Right. 2000s. The 2000s. Yeah. Um, do you remember planking? Oh, God. Oh, no. Do you remember planking? Oh, no. So the year that me and my buddy Steve, Dumpster Steve, he's been on the cast before, Psychopalooza, <sighs> Dumpster Steve. Are we really going to talk about planking? Right yeah, now? so my dumbest, one of my dumbest moments of planking was the I summer. I can honestly say I've never done that. Yeah, I did. We did my it. Life. We did it for like two weeks. It was fun. And and the craziest one that I did, I was on top of a grain bin, and Fairfloss is, is demonstrating to us on our call right now a plank. Uh, I, 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 I planked on top of a grain bin that was about 100, 110 foot tall. Uh, maybe not that tall. See, I've done the like Tim 60, Tebow. 60 foot tall. That was, that was the last like viral thing I did was yeah. the Tim Tebow. Yeah, I I planked on top of like a sixty to eighty foot bin, uh, grain bin, on top of the cap that like covers the the whole entire bin. Yeah, no. And it's like it's only like like two and a half feet wide, right? In a circle, and I planked on top of it. My buddy took a picture of me, Steve Dumpster Steve, and uh, and I looked back on that moment. It was like Jesus Christ! Like how dumb was I? Like any wrong moment at that point. Yeah, you're instant rolling. Death. Yeah, yep. instant death. I'm falling 80, 60, whatever, whatever the hell it was, to my death. I mean, so it's a short story, but uh, yeah, it made me think when we're talking about you know driving crazy cars or being stupid drivers, really, or being stuck on the side of the road uh, with no preparations or maybe no cell phone, but luckily you had one. Uh, yeah, I mean, when we're teenagers, we're thinking we're invincible. God dang, we are so lucky. See, I will say this, uh, and and so we'll kind of go in reverse order now just because I have a good piggyback on that, is it wasn't so much thinking I was invincible, but I was just so much more daring with my body back yeah. then. and it's not going to so happen one, to you. One thing that I used to do legitimately, and it was like a proof of like, again, alpha male, like, you know, you're, you're a daredevil. And granted, the the jackass show was really big back <laughs> yep. in the day. So, like, you would yeah, do that was pop culture stuff baby. all the time. Yeah, pop culture. But I, so my parents um, from sixth grade on um, lived in a, like, two-story house where we had a loft. Yep. And um, in the loft, you know, you have a banister. And then <laughs> what I would do is I would climb over the banister and there was a couch beneath us. And in typical, like, you know, we talked about pro wrestling earlier, in typical <laughs> pro wrestling fashion, I would jump. Which is a sport. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I would jump off that banister onto my couch, which in retrospect, and there was one time where I missed, did the jump and I slammed my shin against the side of the couch <sighs> and I thought I had shattered my leg. That's how badly it hurt. But it's one of those things where Most it's like, like football, which is a sport. Like a couch cushion, you know, is like 
like it's not bigger than a mattress. It would be like jumping onto a mattress laying on the floor. There's not that much give. It's not like right. jumping into a pool of water <laughs> or onto a trampoline or something like like or a foam pit, whatever. Like just and I wonder why like my knees hurt nowadays. And it's <laughs> right. like, dude, you were literally jumping a full story onto a three inch thick couch cushion. <laughs> Like what a moron looking back on that sort of stuff. So just, and and other things like that, just the way you put your body on the line, because yeah, when you're a kid, you can hop up from things like that. You know, you, you climb trees, you hop fences, you do all that stuff. Fall straight on your back. Yeah. And it doesn't hurt. But then when you get older and you go, God, why is my back hurt? Why do my (laughs) knees hurt? Well, God, maybe it's because you climbed trees as a kid and you were constantly jumping out of them from 30 feet in the air (laughs) with no repercussion for your own body. So, I I mean, yeah, that's just another thing is like between the cringeworthy Facebook post, which you can (laughs) call that emotional and the mental, whatever, (laughs) and then being an idiot with my car and with my body and everything else, like that's the physical Fairfloss, do you have anything like that 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 you also did that was just stupid, like when oh, you were younger? Plenty, absolutely <laughs> plenty of them. Like there was a there was a bridge on a railway line not far from where I lived that we used to go and jump off into the water regularly. Oh yeah, and it was usually fine, except for the one time I've climbed up on the rail and then looked to my left and there was a train right there. Oh, oh shit! shit <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Holy hell! I mean, it wasn't going that fast because it, it was only it wasn't too far out from the station, so it was it was slowing. Yeah. But like it, because it was slowing, and I couldn't. It wasn't actually breaking hard. It was just naturally slowing down, so I didn't actually hear it coming. And I just looked there and was like, "Oh shit!" and jumped. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell! So I mean, there's plenty, there's plenty, plenty of stuff like that. I mean, we're all stupid. I can. I mean, I'm just going to sum up everything here. Teenage boys. Young, dumb, full of cum. Thank what you. Can I say? Right. Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. I, with, with with everything, and and I think, uh, and I hope you know whoever's listening on the podcast, whoever's watching in the live stream, um, share your stories with us, please. And, and again, we got a lot of avenues that you can share that story with us: Twitter, uh, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, please share those stories with us as you're listening, because I mean. Yeah, we've heard, I don't know, what, eight stories, seven stories, something like that? Multiple. And it, and I will give just even one final story because it's it's something that I thought someone would bring up and nobody did. Yeah. But we, we talked earlier just uh, between Fairfloss, like, again, being a performer and everything like that. Have confidence in yourself. Yes. Because to a teenage boy, nothing's more important than having the approval of a teenage girl. <laughs> And the amount of times that I either did not have the confidence to go up and simply say, you know, hi, my name is Mark and introduce myself and what it like the worst that can happen is she's not interested, which I know seems like a big deal at the time. Like, what if I get rejected? Well, you know what? If she won't give you the time of day to just at least introduce herself and maybe get to know you for five minutes then she's not worth your time anyways. Yeah. And like, it, I always think if I could go back and tell my younger self one thing. Punch him in the face first and then, right, right, right. Listen, right. listen. <laughs> right. It's, 
<laughs> it's don't be afraid to take chances. Now, I'm not saying take chances in the form of like, yeah, hanging out the side of your car. <laughs> I'm saying when it comes to, yeah, confidence in yourself, confidence in your own abilities, yep. whether it's sports related, whether it's relationship related, whether it's job related, you know, go after what it is you strive for. Because the worst thing you can do is not try. And the amount of times I look back and I think, you know what? I wonder what would have happened if I would have told that girl I liked her or if I would have tried out for this sport or if I would have gone after this job. It's all God's plan, baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, just have confidence in yourself, be proud of who you are and and own it. Yep. So if I can, if I can say anything about this podcast is if there's one thing I've learned from Farifloss, it's to fucking own it. Yeah, and as parents, because we when can, I we can... watch him on the karaoke circuit, yes, the dude goes a hundred percent every time. Yep, yeah, and and as fathers, right, podcast about fatherhood. I I think knowing knowing that that how we felt when we were teenagers, and what Mark just said, like knowing that for our children, like we have to honestly understand what they're going through and 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 going down this this yearbook flip i guess if you call it or memory train whatever yeah. the hell you want to call it um like remembering the shit that we used to do to try to impress girls or try to like not i, I mean just going through this memory like we have to understand that when when we're parenting our children to make sure that we we encourage that confidence yes you know what i mean like we not need to, stupidity yeah, confidence. Yeah, the confidence, <laughs> the confidence in ourselves, not not the dumb shit like planking or 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 riding a, a bike without any any preparation at all, or uh, hanging out the freaking side of your car going ninety miles an hour down the road. I know. Um, no, we need to we need to understand that moment though too, because our kids are gonna be like ourselves and be dumb, and uh, but also in those emotional moments as well when we're. Uh, trying to understand why the hell they're acting the way they are. I yep. mean, it's going to happen. I know it is. Um, and we have to remember <laughs> how the hell, how much awkwardness was in our junior high to high school years. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Yeah. And, and then just reaffirming that confidence in our, in our kids. So yeah, no, that's, that's really, really, really deep shit. I'm I not, love it. That's not, a perfect way to end the show. And I'm not good at, at talking about that deep shit right now. So, fair floss. No, you, I think I think he did well, Sock. Yeah, appreciate it. Do you have anything well, else that that you want to uh, to add to this uh, this this conversation and to end the show? No, no, I'm going to leave you leave you to end the show. That's fine. It's your show. I'm not going to take over. <laughs> but thank you very much for having me. I have enjoyed it. It's been a great time. Been a great chat. And uh, yeah, let's just all try and continue being the best parents we can be. Eh. And, and we'll leave you on Absolutely. for the closing. You can join us for the goodbyes. Um, oh, I'm, but, I'm hanging. I'm hanging. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, everybody, um, and, and again, we'll include the link in the show uh, notes down below. We'll include in the Twitch chat and stuff like that. But uh, Farafloss uh, on twitch.tv, go check him out. Wonderful guy. Um, and he, yeah, he's he's been following my, my video game streams for a long time. He's popped into Sype streams. And just clearly a fun dude. 
just just a fun dude all around and uh representing the midwest all the way down in australia <laughs> yes yes yeah and yeah boy please if if you're listening to this right now uh go go drop that gosh dang follow on that ferrofloss.tv dot twitch dot whatever the hell it is go whatever that it is ferrofloss is in the in the show notes below so please go click on that link <laughs> hit that follow button um guys thank you so much for listening to episode four no it's five it is five it is five episode holy crap five. Thank you so much for listening to episode five of In the Middle Podcast. Be sure to subscribe. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms. If you want to support the show, give us some of your money. Give us all of your money. Give us none of your money. We don't freaking care. At the end of the day, we're going to be here every other week at least. So click in the show notes below if you want to donate to our cast here shortly on twitch.tv because we will be affiliate when you listen to this. In the middle, underscore podcast. Go me the give money. us that money, please. <laughs> no, I'm, just money. I'm just kidding. Uh, we're we're still we're still going to be doing this every other week. Like I said, uh, if you want to hear from us, go follow us on that tweets page at underscore. Nope, nope, nope. nope at uh, <laughs> pod underscore middle and Facebook at pod middle. Uh, <laughs> Drop the follow, like I said, at Twitch in the middle podcast, whatever the hell it is. You, uh, you, oh you've listened to us before. <laughs> if you want to email He's us, drunk, you can't read for whatsoever. Twitch.tv slash in the middle underscore podcast. Thank you, Thank Farrah. Thank you, Farrah. Uh, if you and also to- come to twitch.tv slash Farrah Floss. There we go. <laughs> PH on that Farrah. And uh, if you want to email us, you know the drill. In the middle, period, deadcast at gmail.com. Mark, Fairfloss. Yo. Anything to add? This is a sign off. Me, me, me. That's all, folks. <laughs> Still killing it. Still killing it at the very end of the show. All right, guys. Mark. Sight. We'll talk to you soon. Farrow out. Bye. Bye. Oh,